0: Another episode, <laughs> Clint. I was gonna let you lead this one from the Stands Podcast. Clint was gonna give the intro. Maybe I'll let you do it next time, since I almost couldn't get through it. Shh. Not time already. We've had a, uh, an interesting. Um, what do you call it before you like start a show, like a pre-show uh, pr- production meeting, pre-show, whatever we call it. We get ready. To That's record, what uh, to make to make sure we're the most professional for all the people listening. That um, was another yeah. interesting start to that. But here we are. We made it. We made it. We're all we're all uh, somewhat sober. Maybe our lungs are filled with certain vapors and gases. Maybe some are not. But either Jesus. way, either way, <laughs> we'll get started. Get we're gonna, started. gonna get investigated right. after this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I have a police uh, knocking at my door.
0: Well, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Actually, it'd probably be the worst thing. Who are we starting out with, man? Michigan, Georgia. Georgia didn't play. We're starting out with Michigan.
1: What uh, a terrible yes, pre-game Michigan. meeting we had. This is a great <laughs> college football podcast. Yeah, obviously,
0: I will say our pre-game meeting we didn't uh, we didn't yeah, really talk
2: about. Yeah,
1: this is the front is, front the stand, stand is this a podcast. football podcast? We even yeah. it
2: is.
0: It is actually it's college <laughs> yeah. football. Uh, I would say NCAA, but that's going to cease to exist prior in the next year or two. Just like uh, Michigan State, the team that Ooh. Michigan played, oh, one of the greatest ah. transition of all time. I just did. Didn't realize it. For some reason, the bar I went to last night, they were showing this game on the big screen. I literally had to tell them to change the channel because it was 35-0. to And I was trying to watch the, uh, sorry, Jacob Clemson-Miami game or the Miami-Clemson game. Uh, so this game was a blowout. J.J. McCarthy and the starters of Michigan, again, did not play for the four, in the fourth quarter. To my knowledge, they have not played a single snap in the fourth quarter. That's wild.
1: Year. Absolutely wild. It's not like they played four games either. They've, they're 8-0. Like, that's wild. I don't care how soft their schedule is compared to whatever you want to say. Like that's wild. Does that doesn't does that help or hurt their argument for the sign stealing?
0: Which I don't even. Which I mean, so like, is that why they're winning? Or hey, we don't need it. Like, I don't think I don't, it's even. A, I don't even think it's a story to be honest. I mean, it's a story, no, obviously, but
2: like, no, because everyone does it. If you're not doing it, you're wrong. Yeah, everyone does it. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. It's just like apparently
0: it, the rule. Go ahead. I was just gonna say the technical rule is as long as it's not like electronic <clears throat> communication, you're good.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's a non-story. It's gonna disappear. Um, it's just like in boxing or UFC or whatever. When like later on, like fighters in the UFC, they're like, yeah, everybody's doping. Literally everybody is doping. And then like baseball and stealing signs and stuff. Like players coming out like, listen, like it wasn't just the Astros. Like there's a lot of teams out there doing weird stuff. Yeah, they just
1: to get to the level i i agree for sure but maybe but i mean like you said everybody's doing it but once you give the ncaa reason to look at you that they're gonna pull you for that it's like a cop they're not gonna pull you for going 10 over anymore unless you're either the only one on the road doing it or like you have another reason to pull you over you know what i'm saying so it's like everybody's doing it it's technically legal but it's like
0: yeah i think it's one of those things that urban meyer probably went to the ncaa and was like Hey, Why did he sit for the three games?
1: I know
2: it was self imposed, but what was it for?
0: I thought it was had oh to recruiting. Okay. I thought it was like a recruiting violation. Or something. Honestly, at at this point, yeah, I don't even <laughs> remember. But yeah, I think it was I think it was recruiting stuff. But anyway, I didn't even give the score. They won forty nine zero. They covered the
1: the spread easily over there. Um yep. at Michigan State.
0: Yep, at Michigan State. I again JJ McCarthy's, I think, trying to pad his his Heisman um candidacy, I don't think he's getting enough talk. Again, he hasn't played. <laughs>
2: Stats really maybe aren't there because he hasn't played You know, a snap in the fourth quarter. So, Did I, so I actually, the yeah. last few weeks, I haven't watched a whole lot of Michigan just because they're waxing everybody. They're playing. There's better games on. I, I, I snuck over to this game for a little bit. Just to like recoup on how's Michigan look. Man, dude, they look really good. Like a really good, well-oiled well-coached team with a ton of great players. Yeah. yeah. Like, every play has a purpose and and they execute it, you know, to perfection, it seems like. And then J.J. McCarthy is out here just being a dude. I'm like, yeah. I see why their starters never play the fourth quarter.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Why why Um, would you play them?
1: Technically, J.J. McCarthy has, he's the the first in the nation in QBR, 93.7. Right now, y'all would have him over Definitely Caleb Williams after the last two games, wouldn't you? I would, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. stats wise, but he's
0: going to, this is the, my thing is that he's going to get a chance to have a Heisman moment. He just hasn't had it yet. He'll have a chance to have it at least.
1: Caleb, that's what I'm saying. It, at this point, would you have him over Caleb Williams? For Heisman, you mean? I or would. you just mean on your team? Yeah, yeah I would. Well, Heisman, Heisman. Oh, well, yeah. I would have if him over like for Heisman. Heisman. I
0: yeah. yeah. I think you have to yeah. at this point. Yeah. Same here. But again, the stats, you know, may, maybe not, but I, Might not be as close. All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything else on that, let's get to where uh, game day was at Saturday um, at Ohio State, hosting Penn State, a top 10 matchup, Big Ten rivalry. Ended up kind of being, I wouldn't say a dud because defensive game, if you like defense, I know Clint, we were talking about that a little bit too. Like it was a good defensive game. I don't know who said it on the broadcast, if it was Gus Johnson or Joel Clatt or maybe one of the other like post game shows. We're pretty much saying, like, these teams are very, very even, but there's one big difference maker, and that's Marvin Harrison Jr. And it's the same thing. We haven't talked about him a lot. Same thing with Brock Bowers. When you're a guy that you know that you're, the ball's coming to you, especially that, that last touchdown, they knew the ball was going to him, third down, and it looked like they just had a line, like three or four guys just sitting in the zone, and they just let Marvin Harrison catch it underneath, and he just ran around all of them and scored a touchdown. I was like, yep. all right, well, that's. I was kind of hoping they're going to stop there to maybe go down and get a chance to send this game in overtime or something. Just, just I was just hoping for a good finish. But yeah, I, these teams seem very even, both flying around on defense, which is you know not what you normally see in the Big Ten with with Ohio State as far as normally scoring a lot of points. Um, but yeah, shout out to them, man. The defense played good. Marvin, if I think if Penn State had Marvin Harrison type guy, you know, we would be having a a different story. But I'll, Clint, I'll go to you on this one because I know you, like you said, you
2: were excited about maybe a defensive game. Yeah, I mean. You could say like neither offense looked that great for these teams, but it's not because the offenses are bad. It it was just because the defenses, you know, were that disruptive and were that good. Um maybe a overthrow here or there, whatever. Now, this wasn't like a two bad offices that were getting exposed. It was just two really good defenses that were making life hard for the other team. Uh, like you said, JC, I was thinking this earlier. <laughs> um Maserati Marv is it, whatever, dude. They must have said that 16, Love 16, it. 16 Love times 16 really? times. I was like, okay, I I get it. Yeah, yeah. But uh if he yeah, if he's playing for Penn State, Penn State wins that game. And yeah, and, and this is what's kind of yeah. wild too, because Egbuka didn't play. Uh Ohio State's other, you know, really good receiver. Like, if they can find a way to get fully healthy before you know conference Championship and maybe playoffs maybe this Ohio State defense or uh, offense is going to be a little higher pace or a little higher octane. Um, right. But listen, they they did what they had to do. Penn State, still a great team. This was a good game. But yeah, when you have like that one guy on the field that's better than everybody else and you're just like, screw it, we're going to keep feeding this dude. That's, that's you know, you're going to win a lot of games doing that. Plus, you know, we talked about the defense. Penn State I have to relook. I think I saw that they didn't have a snap in the red zone until like the last two minutes of the game. Like that's how good Ohio State's defense, defense was playing. So um yeah, wow. it was a good game. Like I love defensive games, especially when it's um two big defenses that are trying to expose other okay offenses. So yeah, man. Fun game to watch.
1: Yeah, there's not too much more to say than that. I mean, yeah, the the big big difference was Marvin Harrison Jr. Y'all nailed it. Um I think what I what I said and what I think a lot of the nation noticed is the difference here is like you said, not having Marvin Harrison on Penn State, but Penn State just as a team just doesn't have I talked about it, the explosive plays that they need. And you're not gonna get that against Ohio State. You can you can do that and go six no against the teams they've played so far, but against a team with Ohio State, which we we even talked about. I remember we were kinda What's going on with, with Ohio State the first week or two when they were only winning like twenty three to three or something like that? I was like, well, that's actually a good thing. You want your defense to play like that in the first few weeks, so you know you have a damn good defense the rest of the way, the offense can kind of figure it out. And this is kind of what's happening. Um so yeah. Ohio State's looking dangerous.
0: Yeah, I'd say. Um twenty to twelve was the final score of that one. I think I forgot to say that again, but look, I, I think uh I don't think Penn State's totally out of it yet. Obviously, they still play Michigan on their schedule. Yeah. Um, where do they drop to? I forget, 10th or 11th, maybe? They dropped the AP poll that came
1: out today. I got you. They dropped to 10th, yes. Okay. So they so, were 7th before that, dropped to 10th. Right.
0: So, still not totally out of it. Um. Still got a chance to maybe make their way into the playoff. But, you know, between them, Ohio State, and Michigan, I think that's, you know, maybe one or two ben, Big Ten teams are actually going to get in there. So, we'll see. Um, the next game, man, actually su- surprised me. Uh, mainly, mainly the ending, not how it started. Florida State and Duke. Florida State won that game, thirty-eight to twenty. I think we were all under the impression Riley Leonard was not playing, so I was surprised to see he did end up starting and playing. I know he got hurt um, towards the end, third quarter, maybe the fourth quarter. He got hurt. I think he tried to come back in. Um, it was a pretty close game all throughout, back and forth. I mean, I couldn't even keep up with trying to find the TV with. They had a pick six. Florida State to the kickoff back. It was like back and forth. Um, and Florida State ended up just pulling out, pulling it out at the end. I think it was a 14-point spread initially. 14.5, yeah. 14.5. Okay, so Florida State ended up covering that. I know I had, I had Duke covering. But look, I think this, you know, obviously Florida State at the end, Jordan Travis played pretty well. Uh, I think it shows, you know, e- even without Leonard fully healthy. Um, the Duke roster is pretty legit. I mean, I don't think they're in it for moral victories either. Something we talked about a little bit, but um, it was just a good game all around. And like I said, until the end, and Florida State kind of kind of ran away with it. But Jacob, what do you think about that game? Just as an ACC perspective, does this tell you anything about Florida State or Duke going forward, especially with Florida State trying to have a chance to make the college football playoff?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, this kind of this result was more or less what I was thinking it was going to be. Um, I'm glad kind of large state ended up covering because I, I chose them to cover. Um, that's kind of what I thought is I, Duke. If I remember back to the Clemson Duke game, I think the stat was like Duke had two, four, four or five stars, like blue blood kind of players on their team, um, recruiting ranking wise at least. And Clemson had like 20 something or maybe it was more than that. Um, so it was like a super big mismatch, whatever there. Obviously Duke won and these players are better than, than those rankings kind of show. But um this is kind of what I thought was gonna happen with Florida State, they have, you know, multiple like four and five stars everywhere, especially getting them for the transfer portal and stuff like that. So I I saw Duke would probably hang on for a little bit. Um, I was surprised that Riley Leonard would like you said, it was even gonna play. And that's why I said this is really a bad spot for Duke, because if Riley Leonard was like perfectly healthy I would like to see that game, and I hope that maybe this that, that game can happen later this year. We never know with the way the ACC is going right now because um, that would be a fun one to watch. Cause I think this Duke team is very good. I mean, we saw that just their defense could stand up, and it was just late until the fourth quarter when Florida State outscored them 21-0 in the fourth quarter where they just pulled away. And That's what I was getting at. It's like they have the second and third string guys that are so much better than Duke's second and third string, and that always ends up happening in these kind of games where the better team with the depth pulls away late. right, And that's what we saw, especially, like like you said, with Riley, Riley Leonard getting hurt in the third quarter. So this is kind of what I saw coming. Um, I hate to say that Florida State's this good because I hate that team, but I, I got to give them credit. They really are that good this year.
2: Like it's some of the hate and anger starting to boil up. It's going to get good <laughs> when we get to the later <laughs> cool end of this episode. Well, welcome <laughs> to the um, – <laughs> No, you nailed it, Jacob. Yeah, the the depth. This is just one of those games where it just shows up. And It sucks because you're like, man, it's such a good game. They probably yeah. should not have played Leonard. He was not ready. You could tell like he was not near as explosive running, throwing the ball. He he just yeah. like couldn't get a lot of push. And when he <clears throat> when he did go down, I don't know if y'all got to see it, but it wasn't anything crazy. He just went to step, and his like ankle just rolled just a little bit the wrong way, and he was like done. He tried to stand back up, got up, and just went right back down. He was like, I'm 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 screwed which is crazy that they played him i get it like and he he probably wanted to play i guarantee he wanted to play but it, it's he definitely wasn't ready and it kind of shows like they did not have much confidence in their backup and i can see why no no fault to him was it bellin or what was his last name henry
1: bell Be- bellin yeah. the fourth
2: uh yeah. <clears throat> nothing against him Man, he just got put in a tough spot playing an excellent team uh it it just it was not very good. It had it, it. So how how long are we gonna? I think Leonard needs to stay on the bench for a little bit now. Uh, they have Louisville next, and then Wake Forest, and then North Carolina. In my eyes, I mean, it's like you're playing Louisville next, but you're probably benching them until North Carolina.
1: I mean, we would have to. We'd be failing the listeners if we didn't compare this to Brock Bowers. I mean, who they just said is basically done for the season, which is probably the regular season. Getting that uh, surgery mm. done on his ankle because he has the high strain. That's essentially what Riley Leonard has. So Riley Leonard, yeah. like you said, should not have been in there.
0: And to Clint's point, yeah, it wasn't like a crazy, and you could tell like he was starting to limp, and then he like was like visibly angry, and then like laid down, and like I said, came back in. But obviously, the guy can throw the ball, but the the other thing that he provides is his his legs and him being able to run and keep the defense honest. And when you can't do that, and you can keep him pretty um, one dimensional in the pocket, then he obviously becomes just. Not, not an average player because he's got a a great arm, but it definitely makes the scouting a mm-hmm. lot easier. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting thought, Clint. Because I mean, Louisville's not a obviously like Louisville's a good team. So do you do you try to play your backup and and if things go bad, then put Riley Leonard in? Like the fact that you brought him in for this game, obviously, I think it was more of a Florida State thing. I think if if they were playing any other team, maybe besides North Carolina, he probably wouldn't have played. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I didn't see any post game stuff with, uh, Elko, the head coach, or anything of, of him going forward and, and didn't hear any of, of Leonard's comments. But something to, to look into, um, next week. Cause yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do. <laughs> but I think they can beat Louisville without him. Yeah. Um, but Louisville also
2: could, could win too, the, the way they're playing. So yeah, Louisville's depth is not Florida State's depth. So Duke would probably be able to hang in. Right. And listen, that's the only one. And I know Duke's got two losses, but that's their first conference loss. So, uh, you kind of have to like play this right because you're still in this, and you don't want to stick Leonard in again, and then he uh, you injure it even more, and he can't play for the rest of the year. Uh, so you kind of have to like roll yeah. the dice and protect the quarterback, rely on that defense that they have, get through Louisville, get through Wake, was it? Yeah, Wake Forest, and then try to yeah. have Leonard back for North Carolina.
1: Yeah, I think you nailed it right there saying that that was their first conference loss because it, they can almost afford to lose that game at Louisville. Well, maybe not because Louisville's mm-hmm. only that one loss. But with Virginia beating North Carolina, which we'll get to that in a little bit, that actually helps them out a lot because then that can really oh, give yeah. them the chance to beat North Carolina. That would be like the who's going to make it to the championship depending right. on what Louisville does. So, well, especially
0: available. now with, with no divisions. I forgot the ACC yep. went to no divisions. Um because my buddy Austin was asking me about it last night. He's like, "Well, what sides everybody on?" And I'm like, "All right, let me look it up." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot they mm. switched to just the the you know just just no divisions at all." So that does help. Yeah, you're right because it's almost like, well, you play Leonard, you beat Louisville, he gets hurt, and then it's like, well, we're definitely not going to beat North Carolina. So it's like, yeah, does it matter? We should just try to see if he can, if we can win without him. But yeah, UNC's loss, saying makes that argument a little bit easier. And I don't know if that's how coaching staff thinks. I know they got to do what's best for the player in the program, but I would think that that's that got to go into the game plan a little bit, right? I would think. You got to... Especially when you got a chance at a, at a conference championship, something that I don't know if Duke's ever done, at least not in the ACC. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, speaking of quarterback play, um, this next game we'll get to um, definitely surprise me. I, I didn't... I, I got to watch some of this game. Um, not a lot of it. There's some questionable things that i want to get y'all's opinions on in this game but jacob i'll start with you on this washington taking on arizona um arizona state arizona state coming in one in five is the story of the one in five teams this weekend uh, <laughs> like you said we'll get to virginia and, and north carolina but these one in five teams you know trying to cause some chaos washington only won 15 7 um pennix jr throws two interceptions no touchdowns, throws for less than 300 yards i don't think he's done any of that all year um and them not being able to run the ball only ran for thirteen yards. So. Again, I, I got to see some of this, um, mm-hmm. but not the whole thing to kind of see exactly what the problem was. I don't know if this was Washington coming out flat and just having one of those games, even though I feel like they kind of had one of those games before, or is this Arizona State just you know, deciding to play out of their mind for once? So Jacob, as a Phoenix guy, um, I know we joke about it, but for real, wh- what what happened in this game? Um, Is this something we should be worried about with Washington moving forward, still having some quality games left on those
1: schedule? just as a, a one-off game that... They'll be able to clean up. Well, first off, I will admit to the listeners, I started watching college football at noon and then didn't stop watching it until after the Clemson game. And this game had just kind of got going. Um, I think it was in the second quarter, and I was like, I'm just so tired. So I didn't watch a whole bunch of this. Right. Um, that being said, as far as what's wrong with Washington, uh, they still threw the ball 42 times. But the problem here, they were down 7-3 at half. They just do not – they don't even think about running the ball. They, they ran for 13 yards. They only tried to run 13 times. um, Like, they just don't think they can. And they haven't, like, a, I think it was last week's game, Washington, they actually ran the ball. They had their first 100-yard rusher of the year. Um, So they don't try to. And I get it when you have somebody like Pennix Jr. You can throw the ball like crazy because that's your best weapon. Um, But they they just didn't attempt to run the ball and that kind of worries me for is what kind of quality team this this as a team washington will be later in the season um like we said against oregon they look like the oregon was the better team and they just kind of snuck out a home win there at the end now don't get me wrong they played well Penning's had a hell of a game all that good set good stuff but like you know this team when it comes to getting to the playoff it's questionable. question when it came out here now i did warn everybody, ASU being 1 and 5 it's like okay this this team's not good at all obviously they're not but um they were coming off a bye a, um ASU was the one team that beat Washington last year or the last team to beat Washington and it was last year when they played in them um so it, i kind of i thought this could be one of those off games but this was in Seattle um in that home crowd and we thought they would more than likely handle this team pretty easy um i thought Washington would win this game by 20 something but you know, I even took ASU with, a I think the, the spread was 26 and a half, something like that. So I still took ASU with that, knowing because they, they seem like to give this Washington team fits, it seems like. But um, I just really think they have a flaw here with just they cannot establish the run, and they re- almost refuse to. Like, we'll get to coaching decisions in Clemson games and other games. But it's just like some of these coaches, they, they, they feel like they know what they want to do, and they're just going to stick with it no matter what. Hell or high water kind of deal. And I think that's what happened right. here. So I was
2: <clears throat> doing some reading earlier. I did not realize. So not only did Penix have two interceptions, he had a fumble. It's one that fumble was a scoop and score. This is Washington didn't score an offensive touchdown this game, which is yeah, it was like a pick six. yeah had a pick six, and then the fumble. Yep, it's, it's kind of blowing my mind right now. It, I saw that it was the first time since two thousand one that Washington hasn't had uh, offensive score in a regular season game since two thousand one. That's well. Wow. and then we're talking about the Heisman candidate or, or you know Heisman front runner. Uh, yeah, say, so yeah. I, I I didn't get to watch a tennis game either. Although being on the West Coast, I was able to flip over like the last little bit and I saw how this played out. I don't know if Arizona State was just playing like with their hair on fire, or if just Penix was off. Maybe both, but they he was definitely off. There was a lot of missed throws, and we talked all year how he's deadly accurate with the prettiest balls. That was not him this game, and I know I think he took a smack at some point in this game, and it might have busted his lip or something. And I don't know. This is me speculating. I'm just trying to find reasons why this guy who's been electric all year struggled with a one and five Arizona State team, um, and they couldn't score a single offensive touchdown. Maybe he got rattled a little bit, and it's the first time all year he's actually been yep. popped. And I mean, it, it may not sound like much to to the layman out there that haven't really played football. <laughs> But man, just get smacked one good time and you're going to think about it. It's going to be in the back of your head and maybe that's what happened. And, uh, it had him off. It's, it's the same in marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think much at all, according to my wife. So, um, <laughs> that, so I was just, and they came out the win. I was watching the end of it. So Arizona state had an excellent chance to win this game. They, they marched on the field, um, in the fourth quarter, like midway through the fourth quarter. And, uh. We're going to score. They got close, the, and then it turned to a fourth down situation. And the, you know they were just trying to make a play through to the far side of the field. Pick six, and uh, I thought it was over then. And then Arizona Arizona State gets the ball again, and then they kind of made it scary again. You're just like, oh my god, dude, this is getting kind of nuts. Uh, an odd game. Who who do they have next? Do y'all know Washington? Uh, yeah, yeah, Washington Arizona.
1: Yeah, so Washington has, they're at
0: Stanford. Good for them, man. Well, so it was funny. So that fourth and three you're talking about, my buddy was like, oh, this is going to be a ballsy play call, like, you know, going for the fourth down. And then, of course, they throw the pick. And if you watch it, the wide receiver slips. But if it wasn't this game, correct me, but I think it was this one where, I don't know if it was that final drive, Clint. And I think it might have been that final drive where the quarterback actually he got the first down but slid in bounds and they said he started his slide before the first down marker mm. and so they didn't give him the fourth down I don't i don't know I can't remember if it was this I thought it was this game because I was so tired by the time I was watching this um, one I, we, same yeah. and it was and it was that we are like he dude and i I hate that that's how they do it because he was clearly running past the first down marker and slid and then they're like oh yeah you didn't like you started your slide which I still don't think you did uh, and they didn't give it to him, so because I guess he tried to stay in bounds mm. or something. But, but yeah, kind of, kind of a crazy ending there. Um, yeah, I mean that that could have been it. Shoot, could have been concussed for all we know. I mean, who knows? But it's just, could've. just very weird, <laughs> especially coming off. And look, may, maybe last week was you know, I'm sure I well, it had to be pretty, pretty damn an emotional game, exhausting game with with the Oregon game. But still, man, like like Clint said, Heisman front runner coming out expecting him to just throw for
2: 500 yards again. Um, and but, I, I get too like, yeah. If, I, sorry, man. it Real quick, coming out coming out with, flat after a, a, an emotional game like they just had, like that makes sense. <clears throat> but we talk about what makes good teams great, and it's adjustments. Well, they had none. They they right. were bad all game, which is concerning yep. when we're talking about an undefeated Pac-12 team that obviously is going to try to win a Pac-12 championship and go to the playoff. If you can't make adjustments, you're going to play teams that will. Uh, if you play like that against Oregon, right. that, good luck. And then if you happen to make it to the playoffs you know whether it's georgia uh ohio state michigan like who those teams make adjustments if you can't adjust that's that's a problem um so that's something to watch going forward if they're able to kind of regroup maybe it's just that game where it was so bad and they they were hung over from the game before that's possible uh you know i I completely understand that nobody nobody likes being hung (laughs) over but um yeah, that, luckily they get Stanford to kind of regroup and then move forward in the last bit of the season, but that was that was wild to watch.
1: Yeah, it was really, honestly, just I looking at some of the stats and stuff, uh, <laughs> Arizona State had 37 minutes of possession, whereas Washington had 22. Now, that comes when you're just throwing the ball and you have a lot of incompletions, but they also lost the turnover battle 4-1. to one. So, turning the ball over, throwing picks, fumbling it, always stopping the clock with you know, passes or, or that are just incomplete all the time, and running the ball for thirteen yards. That's the like you said. That's where the coach should step in and be like, "Yo, we need to run the ball. We need to do something different. It's not working at all." And it, they, he never made those decision uh, made made those adjustments. So it was just a lucky pick six at the end that um kind of boosted them over. So mm-hmm. the good teams keep winning through all that nonsense. But like four is like you're saying they got they got a schedule coming up. They got Stanford next week, luckily, but. They got at USC, then home to Utah, then at Oregon State, and then Washington State. They don't have an, all, e- an easy all one those after that. They could lose besides yeah, Stanford. They, they could lose all those games. They could. They very well could. So who knows?
0: But yeah, just to Clint's point. You're right. Like this is one of those games you kept thinking, like, all right, they're gonna figure it out and they're gonna win by two touchdowns. You know, they'll figure it out. the score quick. when they'll get a stop. And they just, I mean, even yeah, like like Jacob said, even at the end, like they got the pick six. The receiver fell down. And Arizona State still almost marched yeah. on the field and came out of storage. So <laughs> whatever it is, man, they, they got to get it figured out. But they'll have a bye week plan Stanford. So that'll that'll be the week to do it for sure. Mark mm-hmm. that. Um. So, all right, let's move on to the next one. Number six ranked Oklahoma taking on Central Florida. Um. Look, the story of this one, two quarterbacks. Dylan Gabriel, you know, had a pretty good career at UCF, has that horrific uh, leg injury, transfers to Oklahoma. Uh, UCF has John Rice Plumley, transfer from Ole Miss, dual-sport athlete, playing baseball, playing football. Um, and I know we talked about it on the preview, didn't know kind of what his status was only playing like one or two games this year. Um, I needed this game as a loss because this is going to be a sneaky one I wasn't thinking about to get to my three losses for me and Glenn Um Not going to happen, obviously. Um, but seriously, a, a great game. I mean, I thought Plumley played phenomenal. For, obviously, he's an athlete, so him getting outside the pocket um was able to get them some touchdowns leak some guys out of the backfield um especially that, that one long one with the running back but a back and forth game that UCF could have won um but at the end you know you, you uh Oklahoma man made the defensive stops Gabriel they they made the plays he needed to I mean a couple of times he was should have been sacked was getting sacked and somehow was able to get the ball off throw it all down to all Stoops and and uh and make some first downs and keep it moving so honestly one of the more exciting games as the day uh, of the day for sure i know we were all kind of watching it and uh and talking um clint when when you watch this game was it and and i didn't feel this way per se but i didn't feel like oklahoma was having a bad day i just thought it was a like hey we got two good offenses here we got a a really good playmaker quarterback probably one of the you know besides maybe you was one of the better (laughs) quarterbacks they played um all year obviously when they played Kansas they didn't have Jalen Daniels so uh, I think that probably had a lot to do with it too but overall I think it was just a, a good matchup I don't think it was anything like Oklahoma
2: like played poorly or anything like that No I this was maybe a, a hangover game for Oklahoma as well like obviously you know the big game right. last week but this is what I I anticipate when I see like hangover game like you you kind of you're a little off not everything's clicking right but you still win the game that whole Washington situation that was crazy that was like oh my God, they're yeah, never going to yeah. drink again, type hangover. Um, but Oklahoma, yeah, I mean, they weren't bad, no, but they, they were a little off. Like the offense wasn't quite right. There were some, whether well, it was just miscommunication or just you know not the greatest throws. Um, there was times where you're just like, yeah, that looked off. Um, defensively, this is kind of where I thought it wouldn't have mattered how well the offense for Oklahoma played. I thought the defense was going to be a little more stout. They weren't terrible, but maybe just the fact that Hey man, you didn't have a lot of film on Plumlee this year, and he came out and I thought, you know, I mentioned it. Like, listen, it might take a game or two for Plumlee to get back into it. Now he looked he looked pretty good, and this this is the game too, right? Where UCF came down and they, they had a chance to win it, and they did a uh, was oh was it the two point conversion? I can't remember where they run like a, it was going to be like a double pass type thing or some kind of situation. Was that this game? Is at the very end? UCF had double. a chance.
1: Um, trying to remember. I'll look that up. They scored a touchdown late, and they had to they had to go for two to to tie it, and they, they didn't. Right, get and it, it was like that weird play call. Yeah, yeah. Because then we text each other like, dude, why
2: why did they why did they do that? Why didn't they just let Plumlee, you know, throw yeah. a dart into the end zone that, or something? Right. They did this weird like double yep. passing or something like that. It,
0: dude, it just seems to be the story of. I this don't year, get yeah, you have a way, a way that you have won the game, or you've gone to a point where you've made it to overtime, or you've made it to the end of the game, and then you got to run a two point conversion, and you decide to just fucking get cute as all get out <laughs> and take the ball out of your best playmaker's hand, run some stupid tricky do flipty do like what? What, yeah. what are we doing? Just run a play, run the play that got you there. Yeah, yeah. Spread it out and make him defend you. Like why? Yeah, Plummer like got you all the way down the you field. Didn't,
2: so you take it out of his hands for the most important two points you need. Right.
0: if you're if you're mismatched and you're the underdog and you don't have the depth and you have fought and clawed your way and had to trick your way, right, you know, yeah. do whatever to get to that point and you need to pull some crazy Boise State, Oklahoma Fiesta Bowl stuff, you know, Statue of Liberty hook and ladder stuff. Cool, I'm good with that. But like that, this was not it. Like UCF, like hung in there
1: Man, the whole they were game. Good. Like, yeah, this was like a top ten offense I think coming into this game. And that yeah. was even with them missing Plumlee for like several games. Um, and they, this was off of a bye week for UCF too. So like they were primed and ready. And I, I should have made a better pick, honestly, you know, thinking that now. But, um, Plumley's damn good. And this UCF's, at least offense is really good. Um, I, I was going to say, JC, when you were saying this, like this, this was probably one of the most fun games to watch because like I've, oh, yeah. I kind of even forgot that it came down to that two point conversion like Clinton <laughs> talking about. Um, yeah, dude, like the, Oklahoma this wasn't a mistake on Oklahoma or anything because like I said UCF is sneakily Mm. good I think they're probably the best three and three team 500 team you know in the nation um at the time and now they're three and four but like still the damn good team um so yeah I will say it's, it's kind of fun we learned about Nick Anderson all at the same time the receiver for Oklahoma he had at the time when we first learned about him he was like this is the seventh catch of the year um or no, twelfth catch of the year. This is this uh, seventh touchdown of the year. It's like, dude, all this dude does is catch yeah. touchdowns. He had five for hundred five and two more uh, touchdowns. So it's like, it's nuts, dude. What was that receiver for Houston Texans that like did nothing but catch touchdowns? I don't know if you know what I'm talking about in fantasy or whatever. Andre but he Johnson? was in the, no, it was after it was before him or after him actually. It was recent, but he's, all he did was oh, uh, w- probably Will Fuller. Will Fuller, yeah. It was like he had a season where he like caught I don't know thirty balls, but like. Fifteen of them were for touchdowns or something like that. And It's like this dude's doing the same. It's exactly. like, uh, like Brooks Kepka man. I'm, I'm only gonna show up to the majors, you know? <laughs> exactly. So this is a damn good game. Um, but Oklahoma still like chugging right along, just getting another win. Um, they got a tough one next week at Kansas. I would hope that Jalen Daniels is gonna play in oh, that game. Oh my bad,
0: I forgot. My bad. I must have been. Te- I was thinking of Texas. I guess.
1: Um, I forgot. No, what I, I, I think guess. UCF I'm has played Kansas already. I thought that's who you were talking about. No, my bad. I was on Oklahoma. I for some reason I thought they'd already played them. Yeah, so they got them next, but um, Oklahoma's still damn good. You see how good Dylan Gabriel is. He, he, even even through tough games like this, he'll pull your team out. So
0: yeah, like I said, some of those at the end man, where they had to get a first down and he was getting hit and and, and still somehow I don't even know how he's even get the ball out. We're uh were, were very impressive. Um, we'll we'll move on to uh, we'll stay in the Big Twelve. Um, well, I guess still so. Big 12 for now. Their rival, Texas, um, taking on Houston. Texas came in ranked number eight in the country. They ended up pulling out 31 24. They were up 21 0 um, in the second half, um, I believe. And then Houston comes back, ties it up at 21, and then Houston has a chance there at the end to, to go drive and and finish it out. So it seems like this isn't the first time this happened with Texas, where they had a lead, um or maybe you know, and, and things got kind of hinky at the end of the game. Coming back, I think Wyoming might have been, if I'm. If i remember correctly, that might have been another one. Um that was pretty close. Uh, this isn't mm-hmm. one I, I, I didn't I didn't get to watch it, I think until the end when Clint said that was the, the score and I was like uh no maybe it wasn't why I mean, ended up killing him. But uh anyway, I switched it right at the end, so I didn't get to watch a lot of this. Um the Oklahoma game and some others kinda had my eyes at that point. Clint did you get to- to catch any of this one besides just the the drives at the end?
2: Um, no, not a not a whole bunch. Obviously, the big story out of this one is Quinn Ewers got hurt and was sidelined for the rest of the game. After he got hurt, it looks like a shoulder issue, <clears throat> so we'll have to watch that moving forward. Let's. I hate this part of football. I love football so much. I hate this part that, this one player being injured can alter an entire season. Um, we'll see. Uh, you know, hopefully, it's not too serious. He's able to come back soon um i have <clears throat> hey, do we do we know if it's the same shoulder as i do last not know year? um okay. he took a pretty good pop and yeah obviously they took him back took his pads off got him iced up brought him back out to the field malik murphy took over from there <clears throat> um but houston i mean we we kind of mentioned it before the game one that texas does this sometimes this is just what texas does they they have these let down games <laughs> most uh, years past they they lose these games you know luckily they were able to hold on this week. Um and and win, but, um, yeah. Th- this is another game where I hate saying this over and over, but hangover. Like when you have these crazy emotional wins or losses, then you the next week it's it's hard to just flip the switch. And listen, when you're when you're this good, like you know, we're talking about Texas, uh, Washington, you know, Oregon teams like this. You have this giant target in your back. You're the best team. People want to beat you. So a- every week you're playing teams that are bringing their absolute best to try to upset you. Uh that's kind of what happened here. Um, hopefully this Ewer situation isn't much of one. I'll have to look up see you know what the actual timeline and prognosis is. But listen, they won. That's 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 obviously the, the name of the game. You want to win, and they can't afford another loss right now. Obviously, so um, <clears throat> after losing to Oklahoma, so uh, hopefully Ewers get back and uh, we'll have the the big showdown again, like we were anticipating at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. Um, the, Oklahoma and Texas, remember, both played two weeks ago and then they had a bye week. So Texas was coming off a bye, um, just like Oklahoma was. But still, like Houston, I guess, like I, t- I said in the preview that they kind of played a th- the Thursday before. So they had kind of like a long week. They almost had like a slight bye mm-hmm. week as well. Um, <clears throat> but so they, they, they had extra time to look at some film for Texas and plus with, uh, viewers going out. Um, that kind of hurt them. But, um, Houston is, is a pretty decent team kind of up there with the UCF, like right at the three and three kind of just don't, don't go to Houston. Expect just to pull out an, an easy dub. So, but it is kind of worrisome, I guess, for Texas to go up like that and they just get lackadaising and then they just let a, the opponent keep coming back. Like you said, Clint, they kind of, they've done that in years past and they normally lose these games. So hopefully this means this is different for them this mm-hmm. year. Um, just sneaking this one out, but, um, Hopefully they can just keep winning. We'll have that another rematch at the end of the year. Yeah, Oklahoma. I'll be
0: interested I'll be interested to see if people. So I know they're going to try to retro Arch Manning, but you can play up to four games before they do that. So even though I would stick with uh, Malik Murphy, correct? So they, they brought, brought in him. after that, yeah. Yeah, I th- just want to make sure that I got his mm-hmm. last name right. Um, I, I would stick with him. I think he's just he's got a little bit more uh time under his belt, and I just go back. So I'm sure he's progressed a little bit, but. That spring training or uh, spring game, I mean, wasn't the most ideal situation watching it from, from Archman. He kind of struggled in, in that. Um, so I, I bet you he'll get some playing time if this is extended an in, in, extended injury for you. Hopefully it's not the same shoulder because obviously that put him out for, what, most of last year. I don't, it wasn't the whole the whole year, but um, they're definitely going to need Ewers. I think, you know, if they're going to make mm-hmm. a run still at the playoffs. So we'll see. Um, but yeah I, it, I'm, I'm with you Clem man it sucks you know when you get to especially if, I'm sure if you're a Texas fan this is like you actually feel like you have a legitimate roster and a chance to go you know go go make it run of the playoff and then this sort of thing happens um, so at least it's it's after the Oklahoma game obviously it didn't matter they lost but BYU Kansas State TCU coming up so it's like this is maybe the best part of their yeah. schedule you know if you had to pick for him to be out so we'll see hopefully he'll be back soon uh, sooner rather than later uh, all right, we'll move on to Oregon, Washington State. This was a close game um, for a while, and then kind of similar to Florida State, Duke, Oregon ended up coming out and, and uh, went in thirty-eight to twenty-four was the final in that one. Um, I'm glad to see Washington State came back and played. Obviously, after last after last week's disappointing forty-four to six loss to Arizona, so uh, Jacob, you got some stats for us
1: on that one, old Bo Nix or Cam Ward? Uh it's good to see Cam Ward show up again, like you were saying um he's almost like taken the last two weeks, not off, but we've he we've seen how good he is, so he's got high expectations now in the last two weeks he's thrown for like I think under two hundred yards and just hasn't played that well um and to do it against his Oregon defense, like he threw for four hundred and thirty eight yards, just one touchdown, but like he was eating them up um kind of surprising honestly because we thought this oregon defense was like one of the top 10 in the country and i think they still are right and, and Ward, they have they got a good offense
0: washington state is, is yeah
1: it. yeah they certainly do but they kind of like I said shit to bed the past two weeks it seems like so it's good to see he's back um but yeah oregon just as a team still like they kind of bend but didn't break um they did a lot of bending this game um but still only allowed 24 points that, that's that's really good um bonex played pretty good still got a great completion I think he's like first or second in the nation in completion percentage or something like that um which is crazy for for where he was at Auburn to where he is now um but Oregon had two 100 yard rushers um I don't think this game was really as close as the yardage may say it is um but Oregon still is looking very dominant and the way that Washington looked this past week and like how they looked against Washington, they look like the better team. I still think Oregon personally is the favorite Um, in this, in this pack 12 as crazy as this, you know, pack 12 is right now. But um, yeah, this is very good to see both teams kind of play well. And then Oregon still dominate in a way. Yeah. I mean, we this game. I was seeing something. I
2: was like, Oh, like, God, is Oregon going Oregon yeah. to do this too? This seems to be the name of the week or name of the game this week. Um, No, they, they look they look good. Yeah. Bo Nix, I was actually, as you were mentioning his completion percentage, I was looking because I was like, he's just having just a solid freaking year. So I look at his completion percentage over his career. Uh, and this dude's steadily just improving. 2019, he had a 57.6 completion percentage. 2020, 59.9. 21, 61%. 22, 719 this year so far, 78.4% completion. Dude's, dude's playing like a, a baller, one interception crazy. all year. That's crazy. He, yeah. He's he's the kind of fella that you want to bring home to meet the parents. Like, just solid, not not super flashy, <laughs> but just dependable, playing really good stuff. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, also,
0: also wise and mature. He started 54 games at, at quarterback in the NCAA <laughs> yeah, record.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, like you mentioned, Jacob Oregon, you know, Still might be the favorite to win the Pac-12. Um, so yeah, good good for Oregon. You know, you look better than a lot of these other teams that had these, these hangups for this week for some reason. So um, I'm trying to see who who they have next. Let me look. But to your point about Bo Nix, man, that's why I was kind of
0: you know paying closer taps to the SEC and and when he transferred out, everyone's making a big deal. I'm like, well, he didn't like he was solid at Auburn didn't do anything crazy. But you're right. I mean, that um, you expect improvement. You know, over your career, but going from, you know, fifty nine, sixty 60% to now almost 80 which is absurd yeah. uh, in general, it's kind of wild. Yeah. So, shout out to him. Um, and, and look, I, a part of it's the offense, I would say, c- compared to Auburn's, but you got to give him a lot of credit, man, because that's, that's still a pretty uh, a hefty jump for a completion percentage for anybody. So, good for him, man. And you no, know, keep padding those stats to the old Heisman. Yeah, for sure. And they play Utah next week. And <laughs> that's game day. Ooh. Yep, game day is going to be there. That's nope. scary. That's scary. And all of a sudden, we were kind of what's going on with Utah, and now now we know Cam is not playing. So now it's going like, to be. Barnes think about it team, though. Like,
1: well, Cam Rising is done for the year, like you were saying. Um, they already went ahead and said he's done, um, which is good. So we're not back and forth on it. But right. I look at Utah like this. They're a damn good team. Don't get me wrong, because they just beat USC. We'll get to that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. Like, do I think? Am I wrong in thinking this? I think Oregon is like. What Utah is, but almost twice as good. Does that make sense? Like a very well coached team, super fundamental, got very good defense. Except for you, Oregon's got like twice that. Am I wrong in that? Or we're gonna find out next week. But like, yeah, does but, that feel wrong? No, to I, mean, say I that? guess. I guess the the. I mean, the styles aren't
0: that different. I think. I, I see. I see what you're saying. Because uh, I think if if Oregon had a, or I'm sorry, if Utah had a couple more like dynamic playmakers that offense could really give them a jump, you know, if they had a, a pretty good wide out or a, a different, and, and maybe if they had rising, you know, maybe if they had rising, it'd be a completely different story. You know, that that's a Utah team that I think they beat what USC twice last year. Um, So yeah, a couple more guys. I, I think I'm right there
2: with you. Hmm. So that's interesting. We'll see. I'm just glad they found almost feel like it. Utah is like a super poor man's Michigan. like just, just, Ooh, just tough that, defense. That's bad. That, and that, then the only difference is, obviously, Michigan has the quarterbacks. And so does freaking Utah. They just can't play them, obviously. Um, right, right. But, yeah, I mean, I think Michigan, it, we, you know, obviously they score very well. But we've been mentioning all year, Michigan has a super dominating defense. So, um, I feel like Utah
1: kind of kind of looks like that, the poor man's Michigan. That's, I, think that's I like that, yeah. Top. That with the Cade McNamara quarterback, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe.
0: Uh, well, speaking of poor man's anything, um, we had a a transition that happened. Uh, we had a lot of teams this year that, you know, traditional blue bloods in the basketball realm. Now we're getting labeled as football schools, but now we got a couple falling back that are really just going to be ready for basketball season. And that's the North Carolina Tar Heels. The last three weeks, Drake May has come back into the Heisman conversation, playing out of his mind. Tez Walker comes back, catches three touchdowns last week. One and five, Virginia comes into town. Team is not in shambles, but like they just don't have a great team. Like Tony Elliott, I'm sorry, I know they went through a tragedy last year, but this year just I've not been able to put it together. Coming to the game one and five, which I will say, if you look at their schedule, they have had no cupcakes. Their win is William and Mary. Their non-conference schedule is Tennessee, and I looked it up last night. Their non-conference is Tennessee
1: and James Madison. James Madison, who's now Maryland, NC State, Boston College, William and Mary. Yeah.
0: So I will say they pretty much played. A conference schedule. James Madison's a top 25 team. They lost by one point, and then they got beat by Tennessee. So maybe they're not as bad as we think. They just haven't had a couple easy wins. But for them to go into UNC and pull up that upset, especially the way UNC and that, that Tar Heel offense was playing, not only through the air. I mean, Omari and Hampton was... Ab- I mean, they're running video game numbers on offense, running the ball as well. Uh, this was absolutely crazy to see, and it and it wasn't like it was like, oh, Virginia just pulled this one out at the end. Virginia like had it in hand. North Carolina comes back, thought they were going to win it, and then Virginia gets that pick to end it. So, I would say the the more the most surprising game of the week. I'm here for chaos, so it, it kind of made me happy. I don't know if it helps Jacob your team out. You probably want them ranked as high as they can coming into that game when you guys play. Um, I'm sure that's maybe how you felt at the time. And then obviously, y'all's game kind of yeah. But anyway, uh, Clint, I'll start. I'll start with you on this one. Like what what happened, man? Like what what's going on with North Carolina, man? I thought we were back on the bandwagon, ranked number 10, they're coming back in, you're going to make a shot at the playoffs, and then...
2: <laughs> dude, I literally, as I was like starting to follow this, because I didn't even think I would have to look at this game. As I started following it, I literally right, out saying, loud right. sitting in, in my hotel room was like, what's happening in this game? Like, how is this... And I I, I had to reread the score twice because I thought I had flipped the numbers. Uh, dude, you know, dude, I, I don't know, man. Listen, I, I, I get a drink May had been playing a little bit better past weeks, but I, I said that something looks off. Something does not look right. Uh, completion percentage is down. He only completed half his passes this game. Um, it, it, I don't know if it's just off with the offense. I don't know if there's something going on with him. I'm I i, I I'm not sure, but it ha- hasn't looked like we thought Drake May was going to look, especially this year with, you know, obviously a little bit more experience. I get it. They lost some receivers after last year, but they got Tez Walker back. God, dude, he, they targeted, targeted him. What? Did I even say that right again? Targeted? There you go. There you go. There you go. They <laughs> got a ball to him. Wait, what, what did you inhale before this thing started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah. 18 times they try to throw third. And I get it, man. It's Tez Walker. Dude's amazing. We've seen what he can do since he's, you know, gotten to play this year. But it I think it almost was too much of a crutch for Drake and Mick. I, I saw a few plays where um it, it almost seemed like Drake may was just waiting for him to get open. And a lot of times he would, but it's like, dude, there's other players on the field and you're running out of time. Like you're going to get hit or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, and again, I mentioned when, when you're a really good team, you're undefeated or whatever, you got a target on your back and it, any team can get you. I didn't expect it to be Virginia. I don't think any of us did 23 and a half point underdogs. And they were playing like really well. I was like, dude, these guys are all over the field. um, yeah that's kind of a shocker I mean can UNC recover absolutely Um, hopefully Drake may can kind of get himself together and kind of figure out why he seems to be off this year Um, but it's Virginia you didn't lose to Duke or Clemson or Miami yet so the tiebreaker thing really doesn't matter much just because Virginia's not playing for a conference championship this year so you're, you're okay don't freak out but not a good look like figure out whatever's ailing you and uh defensively we talked about unc right. too i'm not trying to get long-winded here but we, we kind of mentioned unc has had somewhat of a decent defense especially uh comparative to what they've had years past oh yeah <sighs> where did that mm-hmm. go this game I, it's just odd uh so yeah maybe just just one of those weeks man let down games left and right Um, so we'll see moving forward. I I looked up to see if Virginia was going to get rewarded with a nice, easy team. We talked about their schedule after beating UNC, and it's like, nope, they got Miami next week. And I was like, oh man, that sucked. There's they don't have an easy game. I don't know who (laughs) like who
0: scheduled this. I don't know if that was before Tony Elliott because I know taking that job, he had to look a couple years ahead and be like,
2: well, that's going to be a rough year. Dude, they have God, they have Miami and then Georgia Tech, Louisville, Duke, and Virginia Tech. Like, they just no, no rest for the weary, but listen uh, hey, you snuck UNC, it could happen and
1: again.
2: Hey, North Carolina's yeah,
1: exactly. got a tough schedule, too. They had Georgia Tech next week, then Campbell. But then they got Duke, Clemson, and NC State. So both of these teams. Well, Clemson's looking easier and easier. let so so North yeah. can... True.
0: <laughs> I'm still most confident that that's the only game we're going to win this year. Jacksonville State, Vandy, Clemson. Oh, That'll man. Get the five Did ones.
1: anybody take uh, Virginia in the points? Or do we all pick like, we minus 23 and, 23 and a half? F. We all pick North Carolina. Because yeah. I was even confident in that. So was I. I said this Dude, is yeah, going to be like think a we, I don't haunted house. Go up Chapel Hill. Long. This is going to be a haunted house. Yeah, yeah. yeah you did say yeah. that. And look what well, happened. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That'll teach us. <laughs> That'll <laughs> teach us. <laughs> Best Thank take of the year. Good for Virginia, man. Not pretty. I mean, we talked about what they've been through. Yeah. That's a massive win for that school.
0: South to Virginia. And shout, Look, I, I was in Virginia last week. Shout out to Virginia. Virginia, I appreciate what you've done for me and my boys. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> a good Speaking time. of hangovers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of hangovers. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Hey, so this next game, uh, Alabama-Tennessee. While we were making our picks, I don't know if you boys remember, I was like... I was really leaning Tennessee, because I thought they had the offense. wasn't going to surprise me if they pulled out a win. But I just kept saying, like, Alabama's going to figure out a way. They've been doing it. They're going to cover, and I and I can't pick against them anymore. Um, so Tennessee has the lead at halftime. I think like twenty to seven, right? They were up, I believe, scored toward, toward late. Yep. Um, had the game. Milton was actually looking pretty good, um, and then he missed some throws later on. And you know, Millroad made some plays. I, I will say, I didn't I didn't t- tune in this game as much because when the Carolina game's on, that's kind of like my all my focus. So I didn't even like put any grids on, man. I was watching just the Carolina game, which I regret. Uh, but Alabama ends up pulling out 30-40-20, covers the I believe is 9-point spread. And just slowly creeping in back to the college football conversation. Still only one loss this season, which is to Texas. So, no SEC losses. Now they moved up to number 9, I believe, um, in the top 10 AP people. So we'll see where the college football playoff rankings, but there's an Alabama team that it's it's so weird to say that Alabama might sneak their way into the playoffs. Yeah. But honestly, that seems to be kind of where they're trending, right? And and LSU is still looking good, so they're climbing the ranking. So when they play, that's only going to help them out. And uh, I see you shaking your head in disappointment, Jacob. But it's just one of those things like Man, a, here we go. It's again. a constant
1: and pounding of Bama every year <laughs> like this. It really <laughs> is. They never can just Welcome be dead Brown and gone. Like for real. That's what I said earlier this year. We said it, we asked ourselves multiple times, like. Panic button on Bama? I'm like, boys, I've done this so long. I sound like an old man. I just know that Bama's going to be here and crush my feelings at the end of the year. I'm going to say, oh, God, they're done. They've lost two, three, four games, and they're <laughs> finally fucking out of my life. But no. Here, nope. here we are, 7-1. Like I said, zero SEC losses. That's the biggest thing there. Um, they crushed Tennessee. The good thing is you guys won't have to play them this year. Huh? You guys won't have to play them this year. Oh, God, no. We'd probably lose, God, dear Lord. Be terrible to play in this year, and they're not even that good. That's the problem.
2: But yeah,
1: this surprised me. I watched every second of the first half, it hurt, it hurt. Um, no, Bama hurts, but like, anyway, I watched every second of the first half, and I was like, Oh, Tennessee, because I picked Tennessee to win this. I I thought they win this outright, not even just the plus nine points. I I thought they win this outright, and I said that like a week ago almost. I I thought I I felt highly on Tennessee that first half. Joe Milton looked like he did at the end of the year last year um or actually the middle whatever the hell he looked better than he has so far this year um he'll sling the ball around he actually ran the ball kind of kind of good jacob's Um, so upset man. he's like what year is this (laughs) exactly dude i've been with covid for the past six days so god help me i don't know what's up down left right um so but anyway like yeah the second half it just Adjustments. This is the better coaching, mm-hmm. I guess. Saban and his staff is finally, really his staff. Cause we couldn't name. We we don't know who the hell is on his staff anymore because he chews through them like crazy. Because they just go get head coaching jobs elsewhere. And we felt like this is his, you know, worst staff in years. And now he's had eight games to get his shit together. And here we are. And remember, they looked like they got destroyed by Texas, but they didn't lose. But like Tennessee lost to Bama, it was only by like fourteen points. i that against Texas. Um. So you put that behind you. You kind of keep grinding, and Jalen Milrow is going to be a, a decent quarterback. He, he may not. He may still make the mistake later in the year in a bigger game that may cost him. But um, he's looking better throughout the year as it keeps going. So this family team just ain't going anywhere, and it's sad to say.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I was the one. Obviously, I was the one pressing the panic button. Um. 'Cause they're playing, you know, bug during this that was their whole situation was kind of sideways. Um, it sounds like they listened or they lost up, whatever the case may be. Um Jacob, yeah, you were like, <laughs> they'll figure it out. And sure enough, they freaking did. Um, and I don't mean to sound like a hater. Um Oh we are. See, I, I know you are. you are. Uh it's just that they're always good. Yeah, it's it's just the nature of the beast. When the team's yeah. always good, you want you want them to suck sometimes.
1: And that's giving them yeah. credit, like more than anything. The
2: interesting part of this game was the fact that Tennessee did look so dominant against them in the first half of this game. I was like, oof, this looks like exactly how I was kind of envisioning this game uh, playing out. Uh, the, I thought nine points, uh, Tennessee catching nine points was way too much. I was like, okay, yeah, first half. And then, well, I talk about it all the time freaking halftime adjustments. And this is Alabama's mm-hmm. one of the best in the world doing this. They, they com- completely flipped the, squid, uh, the, the switch and was able to... See, this is how flustered this
1: team's got me. <laughs> Another seizure. No, no.
2: <laughs> Maybe I have COVID too. Uh, <laughs> completely flipped it and was able to... I mean, they scored, what was it, 20-something unanswered points in the second half. I was like, holy crap, mm-hmm. man, Jesus. Yep. So, Milro, I mean, the more he plays, obviously the better he's going to get. He's young, he's developing. We talked about this all year. And This is the closest to... "Quote unquote normal Alabama that that we've seen all year. This is exactly what they they usually look like. Even if they start off slow, they make the adjustments. They they pull away in the second half, and you're like, okay, well, Alabama's still great.
1: So uh, yeah. next week, or is it next week? Their next game. Uh, no, they got to buy, and then they have to play LSU, and LSU comes to, um, yeah, that's that's the West so, right there. Because uh, yeah, that's the West
2: right have, there. Because they got it, think
0: about. it. If they don't play Texas this year, and they just play another conference opponent, we're not talking.
1: We're not even this they're narrative defeated, about yeah. Alabama possibly being not good is not even a conversation. Well, they also had the quarterback situation, like you remember South Florida the week after the Texas too. They haven't looked. Well, okay, you're right. Like you're right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. But I no, I totally agree. Though if they didn't have Texas, they didn't have that one loss, we'd be thinking about them differently as well. But they'd still have these struggles. But yeah, if they if they beat LSU, which LSU looks damn good, and honestly, Jaden Daniels is probably now a Penix taking that you know, that had that having that bad game, Jaden Daniels may be the leader in the Heisman right now. Um, but if if they beat L S U, like the, all they got left is at Kentucky, which we thought they were better than they were, and then they got Chattanooga and then at Auburn. And at Auburn's easier said than done when you're Bama, mm. But um that that's a light schedule to end the year. Like this team is definitely gonna be right there. Right there to play Georgia or whoever, more likely Georgia, Georgia or I guess Florida. <laughs> but Georgia in the SEC championship, so right, man. Who knows? They're going to be right there. Just a little sneaky way to do it this year. Hey, still, uh, yeah, I, I think coaching matters,
0: and I, you know, saving still, still the best to do it. So shout out to them for even in their quote unquote struggles, which man, I'd I'd love to have some of their struggles. Um, they're uh they're pulling it out. Well, let's stick to the SEC and the SEC West to be exact. Um, Ole Miss and Auburn. Ole Miss ran the ball fifty six times. Uh they they beat Auburn twenty eight twenty one. 21 um, I, I believe the spread was <clears throat> six and know. a half. Yeah, six and a half. So they did they did cover there. Um won it by seven just points. Quinshawn Judkins, they gave him the ball twenty one times. They gave Ulysses Bentley the fourth the ball seventeen times and Jackson awesome Dart man. carried it fourteen times. Yeah, I just kinda wanted to say those names because they're pretty cool. Um fifty six <laughs> times, two hundred and twenty yards, Jackson Dart ten to seventeen. Um, 200 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Um, look, it's it just one of those games. Auburn's a, a a solid team. Obviously, they hung in there with Georgia. Um, I just think all, Ole Miss still has um one of the better offenses in all of college football. And look, to be honest, looking looking at them, man, their only losses to Alabama. Um, they they have a win over Ole Miss, so they still are very much in it in the West as well. Um, they still have to play Ole Miss, though. They, I'm sorry, they still have to play Texas A&M. They still have to play Georgia. Um, and then they end it with. Mississippi Mississippi State and a couple other games in between, but they they kind of control their own destiny to a degree. I don't know if they'll be able to pull that on win versus Georgia. Um, they'll obviously need some help. But what do you what do you make of this this Ole Miss game, Jacob? Are you surprised that that it was that was this close? I mean, it was kind of right right at the spread, or just one of those SEC West battles.
1: I think it's just one of those SEC West battles. Um, I, so in a way, I guess I was surprised, like not surprised that it was this close because Auburn's been doing this to to people all year um to Cal, and then a and they kind of kept it close until the end. And then Georgia, they they lost to Georgia by seven, Um just lost this one by seven. So, I mean, especially if you get Auburn uh in Auburn, like it's going to be a tough game. That's why I said Bama, it could be a tough one. But then again, it's just Auburn's three and four. It's not like they're playing a, a top-ten team. But um, th- this one surprised me because I thought Ole Miss would kind of drag them a little bit, but this just shows you, you know, how good Auburn – is at least messing up a game and just kind of keeping it keeping it close so um yeah this Ole Miss team still putting up 400 some yards like that's an average day like that's a a bad day for them and they and they still win so damn good game to to, for Ole Miss to win
2: yeah I mean I don't don't have too much on this game but um I guess I'm a little surprised they ran it so dang much that's when we talk about Ole Misses. I yeah. mean, I get it; they got jokings and all that. Um, and Dart wasn't bad, obviously, but uh, yeah, that was a little surprising, especially when um, you know LSU kind of just manhandled them uh, when they played Auburn. Um, so yeah, that's a little odd, but whatever. They they got the win. I, I have. I'm wondering, maybe I'll know. So Alabama beat Ole Miss, and then. Old Miss beat LSU. If LSU beats Bama, the three way tie. How is that? What's the tiebreaker then? Say they win the rest of their games. Do y'all happen to know?
1: It's the same way with the Big Ten. If Penn State beats Michigan and a Michigan beats Ohio State, as they all have that one loss or whatever that ends up being to make it where they all have one loss. I don't know how the I hell have to look. That. <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe overall uh, record, like non-conference. Yeah, it might go to. Well,
0: actually, wait. Does it go to? No, I was gonna say it doesn't go to intra-divisional record. I think it's just SEC record, and then yeah, it might just go to best overall at that point. Interesting.
2: Um. That's well, a almost plays Georgia as well, so I mean, point. a moot point, but. Right. Right. Nah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. All right. Uh, let's move on to honestly, probably the. I'd say the most exciting game um of the weekend. Utah taking on USC. Utah came in ranked fourteenth. Uh and I'll tell it back. That's that's the updated stuff. Um well maybe not. was USC eighteenth coming in this? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's correct. Um Utah ended up pulling out the win thirty four to thirty two. Kicked the game, won a field goal there at the end. Man, this was an exciting game. Uh and again, I'm all here for chaos. So, I was happy kind of the way this game ended. Um, back and forth, the USC, I'm sorry, Utah, had taken a lead there in the third quarter. Um, had a little over a 10 point lead, I believe. And then USC came storm back, and Utah was able to get back down the field and make some plays. Uh, <clears throat> Clint, what'd you make of this game, man? Would you have, I, uh, This one, even though it was a late one, actually, I don't know. It wasn't how many that late. This game started, to be honest. Was it? It wasn't um, that late. Um, I definitely caught a good bit of this, especially towards the that's end. I saw some of it. This is.
2: I I thought USC was going to rebound a little bit, and it looks like if they play a, any sort of competent defense, their offense kind of I won't say falls apart, but doesn't look great. Um, I mean, hell, I mean maybe against Notre Dame it actually did fall apart, but um, which is it's just odd. That's not that's not the USC I thought I was going to see this year. Um, and now we're they just took two L's. They're they're out of the the playoffs most <laughs> likely, almost guaranteed. Um, <clears throat> the I guess conference championship's still in the mix. I know they they've only had the one conference loss. It just it's just odd. And this is a Utah man, this, I get it. Utah's good. They're a great team. They're a well coached team. USC shouldn't be losing to Utah. That that should be happening. Not to have- some backup, dude. Quarterbacks. They, they they got their number, man. After beating them twice last year, like some yeah, yeah. Utah's got
0: their number. Maybe, maybe Utah
2: is the Pac-12s. Missouri, man, they're just like it's got some spooky stuff going over there. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh. that's disrespecting Utah, is it? Okay. Hey, mama, man, I mean, it. I don't know. Hey, been wait, good did, for years. did you
0: did you see uh, Lincoln Riley's post game? No, no. So apparently he was like, okay, so they. I, they didn't show the video of his introductory press conference, but they they put like a clip mm. of it. So when he got introduced, he was like, "We're here to win championships. We're not here for second place." And then the post game, they're like, "Why do you, why like you know we're coming here? We're trying to win football games. You guys think our focus is only getting to the college football playoff and only to the conference championship? Like we got to focus one game at a time." I don't know where this narrative came from that that's what we're thinking about, and everyone's like, "Whatever, dude, yeah." Kinda. You kind of started the narrative, and when you came here, bro, it's like when LeBron went to the Heat. Like, we're not going to win three, or four, or five, or say so we're going to win eight. Like, you, you, a, hey, you came in here, made all this fuss, made all this noise, brought your boy in from Oklahoma, talking about we gonna win all these championships. So don't come at me us now, saying you guys aren't talking about championships when your quarterback, which you know Jacob mentioned over the weekend, talking about you know whether this is true or not, but all the speculation of him, you know, not going to go to the draft unless it's the team he wants because he's got enough money in an IL and I want to buy a stake and whatever team drafts me like don't don't come with all that stuff and then start like, trying to act like that. that that's what annoys me to be honest
1: yeah he's quickly becoming a very annoying player and and I hate that because he's a generational talent and that honestly is annoying to a lot of people as it is because you're just like bam you're just good for so long you just like I'm tired of seeing you right don't don't add to it by saying nonsense um at, I this is just back on Utah's. Uh, I'm sorry, USC's defense. Lincoln Riley is just a a coaching. He just cannot get that down. And like you said, Clint, I think you nailed it perfectly. Like whenever Kayla Williams or that that offense plays a decent defense, they kind of forget how to play like themselves. Mm. Um, Utah's had their number. And, you know, beating them twice last year and and doing it again. This was in Southern Cal, and it was a last second field goal. So like, USC didn't play like terrible enough to just straight up they didn't lose by 20 it was a close game but like yeah there's a lot of questions being thrown around usc now just because you lost this game like you you can't seem to to make that next leap to make it to that playoff that like you're saying you can bring you can make you can have these championships here so they have a lot of questions to answer there. Now, one of the losses was not in conference, so this is their first conference loss. So they're still in it for the Pac-12, which the winner of the Pac-12, whoever does it, will have a lot of power when it comes to making the playoff because this, this has been a hell of a good conference this year. So they're not like completely out of it. But when you also look at the eye test over the past several weeks, it's not looking good, and you need that on your side as well. Um, so they really have got to step it up and and – you know, knock the shit out of cow next week, and then, then you got your two games that I told. If you win these, Washington and Oregon and UCLA, you're definitely gonna be in the Pac-12. And then if you turn around and beat somebody in the Pac-12 like Washington or Oregon again, they could still make the playoff, but it ain't gonna be. You gotta you gotta really show the the committee like, hey, we're we're good. We're not just like a little fraud here and there. So,
0: yeah, I don't see them winning out the rest man i think they're gonna get i agree if, if they if they be washington or oregon not a big surprise but i don't see them winning both <laughs> man not not the way they've been you know look they've been getting maybe not exposed but you know people are people are figuring out what their weakness is and getting pressure on caleb williams and and uh, but they still got playmakers man Zachary branch making some crazy plays and obviously when you got 13 out there slinging him, and you got a chance to win the
1: game. Yeah, I know he was hurt, but he only got one carry, which actually had a touchdown with, but he only <laughs> yeah, had one yeah. catch. Um, so I don't know if he was just hurt and they were trying to nurse him back into it or something, but um, dude, who knows? He, but I know he's still, he's,
0: he's still a freshman. It kind of reminds me of like Devin Hester, right? Yeah, dude, like, yeah, I was about turns, to say it, yeah. they don't use him as much he's on offense.
2: Lethal. I, I know y'all probably seen some of his clips. Again, just in this game, man, you could tell like he just is different once he's returned these kickoffs and punt returns and stuff like that. Did, y- did y'all see? I know I mentioned in the yeah. chat. This is so petty. I don't even know. Why I'm <clears throat> bringing it up, but the Barnes, when the, the quarterback for Utah, when he was like literally every time he was like getting touched, he was falling to the ground and was like flailing. I don't that, know why that I, made me so upset. Shit. I was like. Oh my god, dude! You're you're, oh, dude, you're playing football, man! Like, quit trying to to, to bait these refs into hey, penalties. In like, soccer. he's California. He's gotta show out, yes, yeah. man. Acting he's career like, on oh the crap. side. Crap. Oh, you're he all right, buddy.
0: Yeah, no, no, I didn't. I didn't know. Where you look like you had a gas bubble. I was like, who? <laughs> is that pizza? No, no, no. Nah, no, no, pizza? no. <laughs> no. No, pizza's
2: good.
0: Pizza's good. Uh, it's okay. Okay. I care of that beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
1: we're good. But, yeah, Um, Bryson Barnes, I I don't remember off the top of my head, but he's been kind of up and down all year um, coming in as a replacement for for Cam Rising. So for him to have his best game, that shows you how bad USC's defense is. We knew that beforehand, but, Mm. like, he had 235 yards, three touchdowns. Like, come on, USC can't – they just cannot do it. Lincoln Riley cannot do it. Is
2: Utah – so Utah is poor man's Michigan – and Iowa is poor man's Utah. Dude, Iowa's seen be talk about conversation <laughs> with any top twenty five.
1: <laughs> poor, poor. Yeah, super man. poor. Like just, I mean maybe. just Yeah. Like fifteenth century <laughs>
2: drinking yeah. water out of gutters type stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he didn't mean that, guys. He didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah, did. I might still buy an Iowa jersey just to commemorate the, this crazy season.
1: Dude, I'm yeah. a, I'm upset they lost. We'll get to them, yeah. but like I kind of wanted uh, them they to actually, go. They actually should
0: have won. I
2: don't know if you guys saw
0: it. I didn't
1: text in the group chat, I was waiting on to see a different No, reason. we'll get to it. I know I saw that too. Uh,
0: but all right, let's move on uh to the next one. Um LSU taking on Army. Clint, you you know hit nail on the head when you said this game shouldn't have a spread. The over under was uh like sixty and a half. Well, LSU covered that by mm. themselves. They beat Army <laughs> sixty two to zero. Yeah, dude, not not in the game. Shout out to them for beating the team you're supposed to beat and then some.
2: So, maybe they hopefully they'll save it for the next game. But yeah, what
0: a absolute blow So, does
2: LSU have a buy as well before the um
1: Bama game or do they do they have some in between? Do you know? I got you right here. Their next game is Bama, so, so yes, both they have buys. Right. Dude, yep. it's
0: crazy how all these teams are
1: setting up. They're getting their buys right before these rivalry. I oh, oh. like it, yeah. I mean, TV does their research. Vegas does I know that much <laughs> The TV set this up too Vegas
0: definitely Well Yeah Not much on that game Uh, I didn't even look at the stats or anything I'm sure Jaden Daniels Super Stupid amount of yards and Hopefully the backup He may have fun. played
1: a quarter Honestly who knows yeah. I'm pulling up something Give me You
2: uh, know Be ready in a second I got a question for you But I'm pulling it all up now So Be ready About this game Not this game in particular No but Just be ready Okay. All right. Well, then we'll move on from
0: this game. If it's no, no. Yeah, you're good. Next game isn't gonna isn't gonna affect uh, your thought process the most. I just will
1: say it is a shame the army didn't score when the end zones in LSU were camo. They should have scored, and they never reached those end zones. (laughs) 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 Ah, tough, tough. That That is tough. tough. Well, LSU did enough for them, and then some. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. All right.
0: Moving on. 20th ranked Missouri. Best team in the nation. Taking on South Carolina. Um,
2: just an okay, absolute... Okay, okay, okay. This next game is going <laughs> to... He's going to cut you off. I am going to cut you off. Is this your question? This is my question. I want to get this out of the way. That way I could just stew in this next game heavily. That's what that's that's what I want to make sure. sure. That's Sorry. what I was asking. Yeah, you. no, I, was, I have like four tabs open. I'm like flipping between. All right, so I'm going to give you... you know, we're getting towards like the Heisman talks, right? Um... I'm going to give you three stat lines for three different quarterbacks. You don't have to guess who they are, but kind of pick the one you like the most, all right? First one, uh, 2,576 yards, 20 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, okay? 85.7 QBR. Next one, 2,573 yards, 25 touchdowns, 3 interceptions, 91.7 QBR. Okay, last one. One thousand seven hundred ninety nine yards, eighteen touchdowns, three interceptions, ninety three point seven QBR. I know it's a lot of numbers, but
0: I, I know who the third one is. I think, but yeah, I'm gonna go with number, go we, number if two. Y- if y'all
2: want to guess,
1: if you want, not. number three is Brady Cook. No, no. I just looked at no. I, the third one I just looked up whose stats I was, <laughs> and I'm blanking on it. It was like Graham Murch or something stupid, mm. wasn't it? It's somebody like that that we didn't expect, and he's like done really, really. It's really two. Wrong. It's two Jane Daniels. Oh no no that, that that's um the Michigan quarterback that third the, one uh, yes the last one, one is earlier. Michigan
2: or yeah yeah okay yeah because yeah, he, he hasn't played the fourth, played quarter. In the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. right All right two two Jaden Daniels. Daniels with the uh, twenty five touchdowns three twenty five and then
0: and the then first one five. The, that's probably probably It's right. Penix okay I like Jaden's better just the twenty five to
2: less yeah so, so in you know we were kind of talking about that and I get Penix just had a rough game but uh we're kind of talking about you know Heisman stuff. Obviously, Daniels does get mentioned, but he's honestly having a bananas year so far. Uh, really
1: is. That's why I said earlier that – I don't know if y'all heard me or not. Like, I think after the the showing that Washington had, I think LSU's – Jaden Daniels probably got pushed up to probably the favorite, which is wild because it fluctuates every week it seems like. But, Mm. yeah. Well, again, these
0: are the chances now going into the year. This time of year, where you get a chance to have your little Heisman moment. So Jaden Young's taking on Alabama, you know, Pennix still has some games left to to make up for that. So right now, dude, I think it's between I'd say Pennix Daniels and I would say McCarthy. I know McCarthy doesn't have the stats yet, but when he starts playing those games, he's not going to have. I mean, if he hasn't played a snap in the fourth quarter, yeah, he's the way they played six seven games. That's easily eight hundred yards. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. missing. But I mean, like, uh, <laughs> if I were him, I wouldn't care too much about that. I, I'd be fine with. With me, be, my team being undefeated. So interesting. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, no, I like that. That was, that was good. All sense. right. Now
1: let's. So you hold on. You said that real fast. I'm sorry. We're keep cutting each other off, but like you would take McCarthy over Bo Nix? No, I'm actually about to pull Bo Nix up. Are you asking me specifically?
2: Well, JC kind of so, said McCarthy.
1: That's
0: yeah. ah, tough. McCarthy's just playing so well. I just know his stats aren't there because he hasn't played in the fourth quarter. I mean, I they're mean, just murdering everybody. That is true, and great and look. They haven't played. They've played some teams, but they haven't played. You know the teams that these Oregon's played Washington and some others. So we'll see. I don't think they're a fraud by any means, but we'll find out here soon. They start. Do you have some, his numbers pulled up by chance? Bo Nix.
1: Bo Nix. I do not. I can oh, get him. I a got go him break. right here. Bo Nix.
2: Two thousand eighty-nine yards, nineteen touchdowns, one interceptions, uh, one interception, and eighty-three point three QBR. Hey, say that one more time. 2,089 yards, 19 touchdowns, one interception.
0: See, I would take... So, I'd still... I I would lean McCarthy there. Less yards, I know.
2: I I wonder what would happen if you flipped. If you flip quarterbacks. Just on the roster? Maybe not much difference. Bo Nix might be a little bit better, though. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. Well, we won't see that, but... <laughs> Hell, I don't know. Bo Nix is like a would, career would, college would. guy. He might have another year in his pocket. Yeah, he might transfer Go to Michigan. Michigan. He might yeah.
0: transfer to Michigan. That would be hilarious. If, we, if they paid him $5 million, hey, just shoot <laughs> yeah. what happens. Honestly. Yeah, see how it goes. <laughs> um, All right, guys. So, back to the best team. You guys, there's there's a lot of historical figures. Martin Luther. Martin Luther King. Luther Burden. Your name Luther. You're oh doing big things, and uh, we we got absolutely trounced by the best team in the nation in Missouri. Um, you know what sucks though is like even even through the second quarter and going into the third quarter, I still thought we had a chance because I was like, alright we kicked a field goal, uh, uh kicked a lot of field goals. <laughs> we just need to come in and get a touchdown. He was also MVP one, and uh, and uh, yeah, they just. There was like fucking fifteen yellow jerseys on the field at all times. Uh, yeah, game ball. It seemed like. Right? Um, I'm not ready for this. Couldn't do anything. Everybody, everybody got hurt. Our offensive lineman got hurt. Our other offensive lineman got hurt. Our best receiver <laughs> got hurt. Our other receiver <laughs> got hurt for a little bit. Uh, Mario Anderson got hit <laughs> so hard he literally, bit. I thought he was. He definitely saw a ghost. That dude was. Could he couldn't even stand up. I saw his eyes. Yeah, up. that dude was out of it. Easily concussed. He came back the game. Shout out, Super Mario. Appreciate you. Um,
2: there's no way he passed. He's he's gonna pass. Keshburn call. I'm half expected to see. No shot. He's um, out for the next no. You know, hour
0: weeks. Um, yeah, dude. I I was just sitting there like, how is this happening? We played so good last week. On offense, yeah,
2: thank you. we did. <laughs> no, no, did. I'm, that caveat was the important
0: part. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when you got a guy named Luther on your team and you got a guy named. Brady, who is synonymous with good quarterbacks, cooking your fucking defense. Well done <laughs> yeah. on that. that look, look, Missouri, was, I like the way you did that. Look, <laughs> Missouri's the best team in the country, man. I think they're going to win the SEC at this point. I think they're going to beat Georgia. I think they're going to win the SEC. Brady cooking uh, your defense. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, that's exactly what happened. Um, I hope he gets a bacon NIL deal. Oh, I don't even know what I have to say, man. It was just absolutely terrible. I mean, ugh, God. God, could he get any... God, could he get any worse? Literally, I'm sitting there with my buddy Austin watching the game, and he's like showing the highlights. He's like, are they showing highlights of you guys kicking a field goal? I'm like, yeah, dude, we kick four of them, okay? <laughs> and they're going to show it, because that's what we did. Dude, dude. Miss Jeter game ball, right? I swear to God. I don't know, Jacob. I don't know. At least we can make field goals. That's all <laughs> we got going
1: for us. I'd mm-hmm. say let's trade for – I won't get him on Clemson, but, I mean, our kicker made two of them this week. Yeah, so well, he's shit. got a shit
0: to go. We made four. Four to two. Four to hey, two. We're,
1: we're all in the same boat here, man. This was – I don't want to say – Does I your boat have a bunch of holes in it? Is it drowning or, <laughs> I mean, sinking? It's not as I'm bad drowning. as y'all's, and I'm not saying that to get at you. I'm saying, like, we're still a decent – Decent defense, defense, the de- defense. De- de- <laughs> dude, this is just one of the episodes. <laughs> no, no, that's dude, This is why it's going to be the
0: greatest. Call it Clemson-California matchup because y'all's hit. offense, y'all's offense, not great. Our defense, not great. Your defense,
1: pretty good. Our Let's offense, all can be all pretty, South Carolina pretty good if we block. and we'll fuck the world up. You know what I mean? We're, yeah,
0: we could. I, t- I'm, I, I, dude. Look, I'm delusional a lot of things, in South Carolina, but I'm telling you. We're gonna beat you guys. It's just this is what's gonna happen. Dude, I've because never been are, so excited are doing, for you guys are a game.
1: Stupid, Cause you guys are doing stupid stuff. Yeah. I'm, I've been like and so we're it's not, been like not, six, seven, eight years before I've been anybody. so excited mm-hmm. about that game. Like, of course, I didn't expect y'all to beat us, so that was like a surprise, but I wasn't like so looking forward to that game like I have been because it's just been like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna try out something. And then this year, we know we both suck. So this is going to be like a really and good game to tickets didn't watch. even
0: drop that much. Tickets, I was, tickets dropped like $4. They're like, dude, Jay, Clint, they're like $100-something. Because right that's right. how crazy our feet. are. Like, it doesn't matter how bad our teams are. We still hate each other that so much that we'll pay a lot no, of money. No, but I normally, can
1: pay,
2: I normally can pay 70 bucks for the yeah. games. That is true. Just come down from... A, Inflation. Come down to uh, Mount P, and uh, we'll, we'll watch the game together,
1: and then we'll do the pod. Tailgate, ooh, that may be a good alternative instead of having to buy little tickets. Everybody just go to your place, we'll, cook out? we'll talk about that after the pot. Anyway, so yeah, Look, honestly, record. what you know, you know what, I, you know what I might do.
0: What I might do is I might get, get on a cruise ship, turn my phone off, and I'm gonna board that morning because we're probably gonna kick off at noon now uh, or midnight. They'll probably put us midnight on the CW just like NC State and Clemson. Uh I'm gonna Jeez. leave. I'm gonna leave at eight a.m. I'm not gonna have my phone till the next weekend, and then I'll turn it on.
1: <laughs> that might I be what you. I do But yeah, I, I don't want to say I call this by any means, but I just knew this was a bad spot. Missouri's been playing out of their mind
2: for yeah, the this game, in the
1: country, dude. And that place is haunted. <laughs> well, I agree it's haunted, but not the best team in the country. Uh, we'll know I mean, who if, they are, if they are. They got Georgia next week, or maybe That's they what have a. Bye They're week. gonna win. They may have a bye week then Georgia. Who else but- is
0: throwing for less than two hundred yards and and beating people by? 20-something points.
1: Yeah, they got a by the way, then they play at Georgia. So if they beat Georgia at Georgia, then I can maybe agree with you. They could be one of the best teams in the nation. Um, the problem is Luther Burton is probably the best receiver in the nation behind Marvin Harrison. I think Luther Burton's stats may even be better than Harrison's, but um, they're both like right there. So props to him, but also give Cody Schrader. I yeah, mean, he ran a load off. He carries 159 yards. Yeah. Two touchdowns. This is this is Missouri's all around. I don't even want to be reminded of this. This is so That's terrible. what that's I'm just saying if we still have a job to do fellas like this is a college no, 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 podcast no, like Missouri this
2: is this good This is nothing like I'm not he telling said, you to stop talking. I just.
1: He said no it's not. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> this is I'm getting paid 0 dollars dollars to do this. I I don't have to do a damn thing. No. <laughs> I, I uh No, it, I I it's just, it's so bad. Like JC said, where do we even start? Like, at least with the Florida game, like, we had points to be like, do we have this? Like, this is where we look good, blah, blah, blah. We were, I think after the first half, Missouri had over 300 yards of offense or almost 300 yards of offense, and we had like 70-something. Like, we were just getting smacked every which way. Defensively, we couldn't. We had an answer to nothing. They could run up and down our throats. They could throw against us. Missouri, I will say, they, they schemed their offense very well. Drinkwitz is obviously he's a nerd and he it shows because he's very good at you know just because they, they don't have like superstars all over the field they they got a one or two but dude they just they just run really well in offense and the scheme they're good. obviously we held them to ten points in the second <clears throat> half yeah and I think that's why we still couldn't this score is, at this all. is where I get upset yeah we got smacked the first half okay we just suck well then Missouri puts it on cruise control and we there's some life on our side. And we start kicking field goals. We're down twenty something yeah, points. That's... And we're we're kicking field goals? Like what? what is the purpose? So we kick three field goals or whatever it was to go from three scores down to two scores down. Like what is the point? That that tells me right there. And I I obviously I can't confirm this. But that that was more of like Beamer looking up at the scoreboard and go, We can't only score single digits this game. We have to have double digits.
0: Yeah, dude, at one point, yeah. they looked on the sideline, like they didn't know what was happening. He was just like, just kick yeah. it.
2: Like, and then we, I think, I'm almost positive, didn't one of them, like they were slow. They were trying to decide if we're going to kick it or not. Obviously, I'm hoping we go for it. No, we kick it. We still get to delay a game. It's like, you don't even know what you're doing. Y'all, y'all are lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> what's the point? Kick four field goals. Now, now you're getting laughed at. Okay. You already got a broke foot. Now, everybody on national <laughs> media is like, hey, you see the team that was down three scores? They were giving their kicker some practice
1: kicking field goals all night <laughs> what? Uh, dude uh. yeah i'm glad you brought that up because it was 24-3 at half so like going into the second half y'all y'all attempted to do field goals missed the first one at the very beginning mm. of the game made the second one so it was 24-3 going in half so you know you have to score and y'all just kick field, that's what i'm saying i want i was screaming at my television mm. just like i was when i was in carolina at the game against florida and i'm like dude there's no safety back there like bro you're down so much. Why are you kicking field goals? Like you've got a one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. Give let him have like that's what we've been talking about this whole podcast mm-hmm. and we'll continue to talk about. It. These coaches want to take the ball out of their best players' hands. And it doesn't make any and sense. And we had a we had a little like, bit of momentum. And it, and you know, it was the best
2: chances we had pretty much all game to score, period. So it's like you're gonna take our best yeah. chance to just like, nah, let's take the three. To get out of here yeah. that that honestly that right there upsets me more than anything because it's like that shows incompetence that's like you you're you're what you're playing to be less embarrassed instead of the win that that is stupid I can't stand that I really can't I'd rather like I, y'all know how I feel live and die by the sword you know either you go out either holding your shield or on it like don't sit here and kick freaking field goals when you're down 20 points in the fourth quarter that's so retarded yep
1: I agree I agree all right, I feel a little bit better now. You don't have anything else to say, JC? The honestly, like,
0: I'm not, dude. Missouri's a good team. I'm not surprised. I think, honestly, bro, I think I'm knowing that this is gonna be a tough game. I think I'm still more fucking mad at the Florida game that we should have won that, and this this one would hurt less coming into the game three and four, and then losing this game as opposed to obviously coming in two and four and losing. Now we're two and five, and we're like. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, uh, dude, I just so, so. yeah, but these these coaching decisions are like you need to keep a tally of them. Like they're kind of adding up here a little bit. Um, and, and if true,
0: but this is the thing, I don't it yeah. There's some coaching decisions I get it, and when it comes to that stuff. But at the end of the day, dude, we it doesn't we don't have the depth. Everyone's fucking hurt. Like it's like the the positive thing going for us is that. We still haven't got all his recruits in yet and we're gonna still have a, a top twenty five, if not a top fifteen, recruiting class this year and we're focused on the trenches, which it should be. So
1: like it's just This it's is frustrated, right? So I'm not I'm not like yeah. trying to go about calling for his job when I say that. I'm just saying like tally him down because like this is the shit that he really needs to work on and obviously look at a different defensive coordinator too. So yeah, not a whole lot positive coming out of this game. It's just, it's, it's this is South Carolina football, man. This is just kind of how we're going to be. It's, we
2: couldn't, we couldn't win championships with one of the, the best coasters to ever do it, Steve Spurrier. Um, You know, South Carolina is a small state. So talent wise, it's a small pool. Plus, we're competing against Clemson. But it's, it's tough to win at South Carolina. So it's just tough to hire really good coordinators and stuff to come there. Um, unless we can pony up a ton of dough or something. I, I'm not out on Beamer.
0: No, I I I, th- I think I think we can get I think we can get just about any co- I, I think we can get a lot of coordinators that wanna
2: come and and have a chance to make a, a name for themselves in the SEC. No, I mean like proven just, coordinators, not ones that are like up and coming. Now that, I mean if that works out that way, great. I wanna go get I wanna yeah. shoot, have Beamer. If I was Beamer, I'd take a pay cut and I'd be like, yo, give this money to the best coordinator we can find. I don't care who it is. Uh y'all can have Garrett Riley. Yeah. No, but he no he, he made a point about Garrett Riley without saying
0: his name that he could have gotten someone. He's like, I'm not going for the big-name guy. I think Loggins is a good hire. I think the offense hasn't been – it's just our O-line. I think – th- 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 don't get me wrong. In every game, there's a couple play calls I'm not a, 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 a fan of, but I think that's going to happen a lot. But as far as how the offense is playing, even with the bad offensive line, like how we played versus Florida, great offensive game. We ran the ball. Meyer Anderson ran the ball well. We, we got the ball to our playmakers in space. And then as soon as X goes out, you know we don't have time to take shots down the field. Because I think easily Harper or X should have beat any of those corners if we would have had time mm. enough to throw it down the field. Clint made a good point. Start moving Rattler out of the pocket, and look what happened. Now they didn't do it to the fucking fourth quarter. But as soon as they started moving him out of the pocket and getting some space where he had time to throw,
2: we were making some plays and, and driving down the field. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not necessarily calling for Loggins' job at all. I'm just saying when you have Shane Bieber does not look like he's the greatest game manager. He makes weird decisions. Kind of like Ed Orderon or uh maybe Sweeney might be extreme, but just a guy that's not really an X No guy, fine. Be be the be the raw raw dude. Be the one that's just gonna amp everybody up. Back it up with really good coordinators. That way you're not put in positions where you're having to make these Tough calls because you've shown that yeah. you're not that great at it. I get it. He's his first-time head coach. He's in his third year. I'm not calling for his job. I definitely think this is a better yeah. situation than we were with Muschamp. Uh, oh, this is a totally yeah. different thing, dude. Any anytime I've seen anybody comment
0: on anything online about like this is going to be if they give him a chance, like this is going to be our best chance probably ever as a program to have a guy that actually is you know was born here and he wants Coast to be Cooper, here. You yeah. see that actually wants to be at South Carolina. Muschamp is yeah. just like I'll just go over the hell. yeah. Like this is actual like a culture change that's coming and dude, season. unfortunately yeah, Clint, when you're two you five, if if he can say that,
1: if he can say that and do that, where he just sits back almost and gets the guys behind him and pays yeah. them, get some damn good coordinators and stuff. Yeah, I think that's the perfect recipe yeah. right there. Well, we'll see if he can actually do if he will be willing to do that. But
0: <sighs> dude, I, uh, we'll be we'll, we'll be fine. It's just exacerbated because of course the year that our defense is struggling. And we don't have depth. It's the year we've had the best, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever had. Yeah. Besides like Connor
2: Shaw. talent And dude, injuries. I know every team goes through this, but it just feels yeah. like South Carolina gets demolished. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, we, I mean, we have eight offensive linemen that can't practice. It's wild.
2: Eight. Yeah. yeah we, can't it's even, wild. we can't even have a normal um, practice. Dude, once... I'm telling you right now, man. I mean, y'all are, y'all have been on this. Once Harbor develops, holy crap. There is nobody in the world that's going to be able to guard him. Nobody. I want to, yeah.
0: And, and seller, and seller's throwing to him and seller's, I'm telling you, like we're in good hands with Allstate. It's just going you know,
1: to, we got to yeah. get
2: through this, this tough, pot, tough time. I'm more of a, I'm more yeah, of a Jake can't from State have Farm a
1: historically bad. <laughs> yeah, if I'm going to fix that defense to where it's halfway manageable, Tanties? like maybe seventh or sixth in the SEC, like, yeah. shit, we're an hour and a half in. We didn't get the
2: clumsy. That would be, <laughs> that would be bad. Yeah, sorry. Dude.
1: All right. Thanks for letting us in, man. I just,
0: no, man. Just, yeah. All right. These next ones we don't have. Too too much to talk about. Air Force Navy. Um ten and a half. Air Force uh one by eleven squad yeah. over over Navy. So not <laughs> yeah. the blowout we were we were thinking of, but still a good dub there for the Falcons. Um so Air Force South Seven up.
2: Hey, Amen.
1: Watch yeah. out.
0: Stimul. Top twenty five. There we go. Um two lane North Texas, two lane, twenty-point favorites. They were up by twenty, more than twenty at one point in this game. And Anybody got the final score? North Texas ended up coming back. Um, I talked about their high scoring offense, 35-28. Tulane ended up winning. Um, I didn't get to catch any of this game, but uh, North Texas. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, North Texas um, had four hundred yards. Tulane had four hundred yards, so they definitely lived up to their offensive outputs. Um, so ended up being a good game there at the end, but Tulane pulled it out and uh, keeping them
1: old Green Wave still in the top twenty-five. I saw it. Yeah, it was twenty-one, twenty-one, nothing and a half yeah. for Tulane beating North Texas, and then they kind of came storming back, so made it interesting late. But um, I don't know what exactly happened because I didn't get to see a whole lot of this game. But um, Tulane's still just cracking away, getting another dub. No. so they'll be around. Maybe can you hear six bowl? <laughs> hey, honestly, probably get smashed by that's their like Iowa, Texas, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're, they're, no, I, I was Imagine smashing that everybody. yeah well hey they're smashing is by like one score and they yeah, held them to like a full seven offense.
2: points is a blowout win for us <laughs> yeah. at this point any win
0: just kidding they're ranked top 25 alright speaking of Iowa three and a half point favorites versus Minnesota They the over under was at 30 and a half uh, take the under as always. Uh, Minnesota won 12-10. to 10. Look, the, the the big story in this was the fact that Iowa took a primary turn back, pretty much won the game, minute left, and uh, they said, oh buddy, you know, called a fair catch. One angle, like the normal field view you see from a broadcast, his right arm is out, like pointing at the ground, kind of waving to the team no, and then it looked like his left arm was kind of doing like a circular motion. So I, I at first I was like, oh, okay, I see how they could rule that. I know at one point a few years ago, I don't know if it was NFL or college, they like any kind of hand movement. They almost said, not any hand movement, but any type of even just, you know, doing the, hey, like, no, stay away. They're going to rule it a fair catch, which sucked. But when you see, like, the, the angle from, like, not the pylon, but kind of looking sideline hmm. towards where he caught the ball at, that left hand does not look like it's doing kind of what that other angle looks like. Did not look like a fair catch at all. So for them to call that, I don't know why you can't review it, whatever the case may be. This is my biggest thing is obviously the guy had no intention of catching it. He didn't, it's not like he caught it and stood there and took off running. It wasn't fake anything. I mean, old buddy caught the ball in traffic and then obviously made some crazy plays. He's made other great pump returns this year. So look, although I, I, uh, Iowa, you know, not succeeding. Isn't, doesn't bother me at all. It does kind of suck when you make a play like that at the end of the game for that kid. Uh, uh, to a, almost a walk off punt return, which you don't see very often, I don't think it should have been called back. What did you guys think of that replay? Uh, because yeah, to me, I was like, man, that's I would be. I couldn't even tell you how, how how angry I would be <laughs> if that happened.
1: Yeah, it's hard to tell from the replay. I just know that I saw. I first of all, Iowa Stadium, their fans are dedicated to shit. I know they're ranked and stuff, so whatever. But like, their their stadium was packed, and. That crowd went wild after the guy scored and they were like going crazy and stuff and then they the refs had to like pull aside and they like talked it through and then they announced to the stands. I think they started throwing shit on the field and stuff like corn. Corn and stuff. Um, so I feel bad for him when it comes to that. But again, they shouldn't be just scoring ten points. That's that's the biggest thing here. Like don't let the refs have that opportunity to cost you the game like that because you could be beating this team 35 to 12 instead of it being 10 to 12 late and you have to worry about oh well did his arm go up or down like you got to be a better team than that and being six and one and being ranked 24th i don't know if they were really worthy of that but obviously losing now they're not going to be ranked so um they got to get a seventh win for that dude's offense the offensive coordinator's contract and i think they will get that but this hurts their points per game. I have to look yeah, up what the have points Have we figured per it out? Or... Is,
0: it, is, it, is it and or? Is it seven wins? It, he has to get both. Oh, so he's fired. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not getting 25. No. I'm just telling you. No, way. You know what's going to happen? He is going to pay these guys to play in the bowl game. And he's going to literally just I mean, he's got to be up on a team and just keep scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring, and scoring to try to keep it. up. And why isn't his dad as the head coach allowing him to just, I mean, it doesn't matter. But they should be going for two-point conversions every time. They should
1: be on kicking <laughs> kick get it yeah. the They should just like. Surprisingly, this didn't hurt their average all that much. I think it was like 20.2 or something like that last week. And now only scoring 10 points. They brought it down to 19.5. Yeah, so
2: still a long way from 25 from
1: it rate. is it's still a yeah. long way and About the problem is, is the more the more way. games
2: you have on your belt they could score 40 next week and it'd be like 21 yeah, points yeah. average yeah yeah <laughs> jeez so, it sucks to it up uh, I, I, I just saw the too. replay i hadn't seen it and see i'll mention that and i just saw it on the thing i mean refs are going to call that it was so silly looking like why he was cuz he was pointing with one hand that the ball was kind of shanked and then just circular motion pointing with the other hand.
0: Like that's what I'm saying. If you and if you watch the other angle, it doesn't look like it's a circle. Like it's kinda I don't know,
2: it's weird how it comes out. Just run normal. Quit sticking your arms out like you're running like some Naruto character or something. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> well said, my friend. <laughs>
0: oh that was all right good. UCLA
2: oh, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> UCLA yeah they beat Stanford 42 to 7 okay yeah. I don't yeah, want to just that. gloss over this honestly because Stanford kind of came out of nowhere last week and looked really really good when they beat Colorado I know it's Colorado they're kind of back and forth um which it was kind of nice having Colorado when you on a bye this week good yeah that kind of was a little break a little bit yeah. a little quiet a little, a little quiet surprised. um but so Stanford had that one good week, but then they kind of came back to where they were. Um, and UCLA surprised me. And, and not Moore didn't get the start. I don't know what that was about. I know he's a freshman. Um, I don't know if like he had discipline issues or if he had an injury or it's just a coaching decision, but Ethan Garber started um, and pretty, pretty well lit it up 20 of 28 uh, two forty and two touchdowns. Um, kind of a surprise. And then another 50 on the ground. He, he played pretty well. I mean, again, it's, Playing Stanford, which obviously isn't a good team, but um UCLA look like they have you know in the past couple of weeks. Um like Dante Moore did earlier in the year. Um, that this could be a dangerous team. So good good for them. I'm reading that Chip
2: Kelly just made the switch. They just want to try something new. Said Dante Moore, you know, had some struggles here and there. So they just made the switch for whatever reason. But uh <clears throat> worked out. Yeah. We we called UCLA's, UCLA's defense is pretty good. It showed up again here um so yeah I mean obviously conference win if five and two uh two and two in the conference I mean dude pac twelve is it's a shame that they're decimated next year and they're gone essentially because uh they are in my opinion by far the the Best. funnest conference to watch this year and uh, dude the most the the most conference, yeah
0: the all the Heisman... at every heisman person we mentioned. Yeah besides McCarthy and Jane yeah. Daniels it's I mean Kayla Williams and Bo Nix and cam mm-hmm. Ward and all the I mean, all crazy these guys.
2: games I mean shoot I mean yeah yeah this is Colorado's been a big story too I mean obviously they're not they've kind yeah. of fallen off now but just an awesome year for them and then there's like all right we're out guys see you <laughs>
0: um man all right real quick, i we're always gonna get to it um, we're going to get to the end of the game. So I don't really want to jump ahead too much. I just want to ask a quick question, Jacob. Did you, because I didn't watch it and I should have, did you watch Club answer as to the final play? I just want, you have to go into I just want to know if you, if you watched it. Cause I Club answer, I did not.
1: Okay. And I should have. I saw Dabo's, I,
0: I saw Dabo's. I'm to send it to you guys. I was just curious if you had seen what his thought process was
1: in that. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched anyways. his whole post game, well, half of his post game um, thing.
0: <laughs> so Clemson, Miami, um, Man, so Clemson goes in ranked number, I'm sorry, not ranked, favored three and a half. You do that on purpose. <laughs> no, I swear to God. Not, <laughs> I didn't. I was about to say Miami was ranked because they were ranked a uh, week prior. Um, Clemson comes in three and a half point favorites, even though it was at Miami. No Tyler Van Dyke. Very surprising. I think that called yeah, all they us, call off, us all. off guard. Yeah, um, look like, uh, God, dude, I'm out of it. I almost said Little Caesars. Looked like Caesars, uh, the sports book, they changed the spread to six for Clemson Right, right at game time. Um look a back and forth game, a game that I thought you guys obviously had a chance to win and and goes in the overtime there and then and then uh kind of a crazy play down at the end. Um
1: Yeah. Give it to us, Jacob. What you got, buddy? (laughs) Just like that. Here it is. Here's the layup. I don't know how to uh, there's two ways to look at this, to be honest with you.
0: Oh you know what's crazy crazy man is like (laughs) We 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 can. If you need help, you know, if you need like an outline of how to go about this, we are the ones to go to. We yeah, got I've got this. the script ready. I can We're just hand it to you
2: because we use it every freaking week. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, see, the thing is, y'all yep. just lost to Missouri by that, and these games. And again, I'm not trying to sh- sh- throw shade at y'all, but this was a overtime. I guess a good team. Like it's a close the best loss team in, the,
0: in the country, <laughs> in the conference. They're going to win the SEC.
1: Yeah, so far as the game, I'll start with the game first. Um 28 to 20 in double overtime, Miami won. Um we were up seventeen to seven in the fourth quarter. Um, and Miami kind of came back and and tied it right at the end, uh descended to overtime. And overtime happened and it wasn't pretty, honestly, from our side. Um they they ended up we both hit a field goal the first round, and then the second round, they got ball first. They went, scored. Um, on their first attempt on the two-point conversion, we had a horse collar tackle, so they got to go again. They score, so they're up 28-20. We get the ball. We get a few plays. We get down to the two, first and goal at the two, and we don't score. We go all four downs, and we don't score. And I, I'm, I When I was looking up the highlights again to kind of remind myself, I didn't see the first down play. But I know the second and goal, third and goal, and fourth and goal was all from the shotgun. Third and goal, I think we ran the ball, and I I fucking despise that. It is basic math almost. It's like two plus two. It's like simple stuff you learn in, in elementary school. It feels like, and these coaches, I don't care who called it, if it was Dabo, if it was um, Garrett Riley, if it was their mother, it's it's simple stuff like we're on the two yard line. Let's not fucking make this a seven yard run where you hike the ball back four yards and then you hand it off at the six or the seven yard line. And then you try to run it in like the play calling there in my mind is just not, not good enough. And we deserve to lose that game. Kind of started from that. The first of the fourth quarter, um, like where we just kind of let them kind of come back. Now I'll say Miami is a good team. I don't want to say that Clemson, you know, how do I say that? Like Miami's is a good team. So it's not like we just lost to nobody, but this is not the standard that Dabo himself built in Clemson. We should not be losing this game. This is the reason there's a reason that we were favored three and a half, at least even after a bad year we've had quote to Clemson standards. And then with them losing Tyler Van Dyke and not having him, we lose to a backup Emory Williams who played pretty decent. For that kind of getting thrown into a game like that and playing a really good defense like that, he played pretty well. But it's just so sickening to to see the way that Clemson is now sitting at four and three. Um, it's just like stupid, stupid miscalls, stupid calls. And it's like this happened in the Florida State game. You all remember that in overtime? Florida State scored. We had to score a touchdown to tie it back up. And it wasn't on the goal line cuz dear god we can't score when we're on the goal line but it was from like the 11 yard line or whatever and we had remember that stupid third and third and two or third and one and we throw a screen and it goes back to a fourth and two and then we had that whole miss slant to end the game it, it's like some of the play call and just the execution and like JC, I know you're going to get to you send you send that thing that uh, dabo said that play call that last fourth and goal where um listening for listeners like uh kate clubman ran off to the left with it when there was nobody over there but there was suddenly miami defenders over there and he got sacked at like the 10 yard line game over that was a straight up handoff is what Dabo said and i don't know what Cade said from his side because i hadn't heard that so that's i
2: was actually leaning over i just pulled up kate's in the game press conference and uh, he uh yeah. yeah the one of the Reporters goes, hey, uh, Dabo mentioned that that was supposed to be a straight handoff. Was that was that the case? And Cade was like, "Yep, yeah, yeah, that was all me." And they're like, "Did you see anything that was like you, you thought that this bad look?" He was like, "I was just trying to make a play." And I was like, "Wow." I mean, look, kids, I you know these are these guys are young. I get it, but that's <laughs> at least he owned up to. Like, yeah, I screwed that one up. And, no, and,
0: yeah, and I get it too. Like, dude, look, like, if it's like basketball, if I want the bought the end. I want to go shoot the game-winning shot. A little bit different because, yeah, it was funny. We were discussing. I'm like, if he pulled them, I'm like, where's the receiver? Where's the guy trailing out to yeah. throw the – Yeah, like, it was two weeks like, out where
1: nobody was at. And it's like – Like, if if anything, dude, he should have
0: pulled – if he wanted to pull it, he should have pulled it and followed Shipley. Yeah. Followed right behind you, him. And it, I'm not saying Shipley would have scored, but if that's the play and that's what everyone thinks you're doing, then, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, just run a normal read option, run a skip, like – but yeah, I was surprised when Dabo was like, no, that was a run play like all the way. And he just didn't hand it like, yeah, man, it,
1: it, that's tough. And honestly, <laughs> now knowing that Cade is like a first year guy. He played some last year, of course, but he's kind of like a first year guy. He's made plenty of mistakes. He's fumbling the ball like he's sponsored by Butterfinger. It, it's ridiculous. Like, honestly, now knowing this, I would if I was Dabo, I, I don't even know who the hell we play next. I'm, I'm focusing on this right now. Sit his ass you discipline cuz apparently Xavier Thomas was disciplined um for something he did. He, did. did well he set the whole game or just He was out? not he was not I don't even know if he flew to I think he was there I don't know exactly but he did not I play at all and that was the plan going into really. the game. We knew he was going to be out the whole game and I come to learn that it was a discipline thing. Um so he's not afraid to discipline people. Honestly, discipline Cade Honestly, NC State next week, 10 point favorites. I mean, I don't care who we're playing. If it was South Carolina, like honestly, if you're going to have him as a quarterback for the next year or two, like discipline, like make it where it's on Dabo or the coordinator, like follow, they got, they have a game plan. They tell you what to run, follow it so they can be the reason they don't, that you're not blamed instead of, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And the fact of also like my, from my perspective too, you look at the stat line, we ran for 31 yards this whole game. Obviously Miami had a pretty good defense going into this, but Cade, you're forcing Cade Clubnick to run these quarterback draws and these quarterback read options and stuff that he is fast. We've seen that. We saw him catch on one of his interceptions he threw this year, saw him run somebody down and it was like a corner. Or somebody. it was really fat. He's a fast player. Like, we're we're having him run these quarterback draws and stuff where he's not Deshaun Watson, he's not even DJ, he's not Trevor Lawrence. Like I get, like you've got to accommodate what you got in a way, and I don't think our whoever's calling plays is doing that good enough. And it's on Dabo, uh, but no matter Riley. who's calling plays. You could say it's Garrett Riley, but really all this is on Dabo.
0: No, I'm saying Garrett Riley's calling plays up.
1: Yeah, well. Sometimes you see Dabbo over there holding the sheet and it looks like he's calling plays too. So it's the Clemson way and stuff. But but we this, lost his too. Wait, how many times does Shipley get the ball? Shipley's your best player. Why is he? got not fifteen getting the ball? carries. Right. But like it wasn't successful. He he had forty four yards. And my and that's the thing. Like they I think teams are daring Cade Klemnick to beat them. Because they know they're gonna get a turnover or two from Cade. And Shipley fumbled too in this game. Like, Shipley's fumbling just as long That's as what I'm cave. saying. You guys,
0: I don't understand what you guys are... Oh, that's the... I didn't listen to it. You saying that reminded me... One of the guys asked Abbo like, hey, does there need to be some, like... Do they need to talk to some psychiatrist or some team doctor about these and things? He so said, we got him. And he said, yeah, we have him. He said, but they're probably trying to... About to commit suicide. Someone was like...
2: Oh, oh. Yeah. Maybe they...
0: I don't know if he meant, like, hey, the players are trying to commit suicide or the psychiatrist people because of what's going on. But somebody was just like... I haven't watched the thing yet, but the comment... I was like, I don't think that's like wow. that's what you want to hear,
2: per se. Yeah, the Actually, culture after,
0: after last week, his comments were that he's trying to get people off the bandwagon.
2: Oh, dear, and, I meant to bring yeah. that up by the way.
0: And I and yeah, because somebody was like, "Well, he got what he we asked went for." In too many it's games, like what yeah. the comment.
1: Yeah, it's not looking good. It's like some of the things that I don't mean to deflate, but Beamer said like to blame some players and kind of been weird too. Like both of these teams this year have kind of. You know our coaches are kind of deflecting and being weird and stuff, and I don't really like it. Honestly, yeah, dude, it's kind of affecting the culture games, up man. there.
0: Things get, weird. <laughs> Things
1: get <laughs> weird. Yeah, and and then his thing too. He kept saying that this is like so much like the 2010 year, and I forgot where he came in. I think it came in like 08 or 09 or something like that. But yeah. he was like, "This is such like the 2010 year." I went back and looked at it. We went six and seven that year, um, but out of yeah, the you seven, guys lost, had, we're not like what you guys were.
0: You guys were not two national championship winning football
1: teams. Well, no, 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 no. Back then. No, 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 not at all. Um, But I'm saying we were six and seven that year, but six out of our seven losses were by one score. And I think that's what David was saying. He's like, it's so much like that because we just have so much unfortunate things happen in the game. And it's just like, we're making stupid mistakes. And even when we lose, it's not by much. And truthfully, when that's what I was trying to get at, I'm not sure how I want to approach this because I'm pissed, obviously. But at the same time, out of the three losses you could take the duke game out of it um and that was still by just really two touchdowns they duke tacked on that last touchdown to make it 28-7 at the very end of the game but we lost to florida state in overtime by one score of course and then we lost to this miami team at miami by one score so like truthfully we could be not we're not just a few plays away from being you know six and one or whatever it is but like we're we're having some tough losses too, but it's all on how we get there. It's not just like, oh, it's just a tough season, we're not you know, what it's it's how we get there, which is the issue, which I think Dad was just kind of, you know, just ignoring in a way. And it and it kind of frustrates me because like I said, that six and seven year we lost six of those games. And actually I don't want to say this to you, but the one game we lost by less than one uh by more than one score was the South Carolina game. Y'all were ranked eighteenth at the time. Um so that, I, I actually looked back to y'all's uh, roster. That was the year I had Stephen Garcia. Um, oh, that was the year we beat Alabama. Stephen Garcia, Connor Shaw, and Stephon Gilmore on the team. <laughs> so yeah, And Ace Sanders. Chad that was a hell of a Sean team for you. Yeah, we had, a, we had a good team. So um, we've lost two, two of the three games we've lost has been by by one score. So I get where he's coming from with that, but it's like the process of how you get there. We shouldn't be here at this point because of the – Expectations that Davo has bought upon this team because we've been and we've been national championship contending teams, and this Miami team is better than it's been in the past. But it's like we shouldn't be doing this. We were up seventeen seven. We should be able to close that game out and win twenty to three or something, or twenty to seven or something like that, and go home and, and be happy. And we're just not doing it that year.
2: Dude, that that fumbling man is so odd. Because not all like you do in the middle of the field. It's it's always like red zone goal line situations, <laughs> playing something. It and is. you guys should have had a
0: safety. I don't know how that safety
1: didn't. That get was definitely safety. safety. Like yeah. You got tackled in the end zone. Yeah, we got. I don't, got, under, I don't that, understand. That, that was the, safety. But but fans, that was the safety. We got that pulled somehow, but um, I think now we leave the nation in uh fumbles lost. I haven't looked at the stat, but I know during the game they said that we were uh tied with um somebody. It was but you like were tied with Troy? You said Troy,
0: and I don't think Troy fumbled it two more times after that. No. Yeah, I
1: said that, and then like. Four <laughs> plays later, it was like, it's hell, like shit. "Oh, we, we got a fumble again. We got the record. So the it, record, but it's just we lead. ridiculous, honestly. And maybe that's what K needs. He he needs to sit out of the game and like fucking put taro on his hands and you know whatever and figure out how to hold. A, they just didn't work on the transition. Why don't
0: they put tar in his hands while he
1: plays? So yeah. Stick him? Yeah, a good old stickum. They're not. He's not going to not <sighs> not sit. No, no way. Maybe not, but. I mean, I'm just I see I yeah, I
0: see what you're saying, but he ain't, he ain't gonna say he might be doing bear crawls off right but now. But I will say no, no. <laughs> I will say NC State though ain't gonna be easy at two o'clock on the CW. That's such a weird
1: kickoff. you I have to say the CW. Do I even have that channel? And I will say this, Antonio Williams is gonna miss some time. I don't know how week how many weeks, but um he had that toe injury in that game too, so we're gonna be without him. But the one thing I will say that's positive from this game. And I know I just keep going, no, good. but it's just off off the dome. Is Brennan still? I've been asking for that how many times this year? I want he's six seven every day. Throw the ball, yeah, basically every day, even non podcast days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like just praying to God at night. Brennan still, please, he's open, he's always open. He's <laughs> six seven. Throw ball.
0: on a Tuesday. Come on.
1: Yeah, so he had five receptions, 126 yards, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like, and he should get more looks because, like I said. Um, Antonio Williams is going to miss time. Um, and we kept trying to throw the ball out to Bo Collins, which I'm glad we're finally doing that. But, um, we're going to miss out on Antonio Williams. I know that. So we'll see how the rest I'll of the better year beat NC State for, for bowling purposes. We, we need to because then it's not. I don't think we're there yet. Well, if
2: you lose to NC State, you still need two more wins. You yeah. got Notre Dame. That's probably a loss. Georgia Tech. Yeah, that's probably a win. Then North Carolina, that's probably lost. And then you're going into the last game of the season against a rival. I mean, that's, that's scary. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're going to yeah, lose baby, us. Baby. I'm just saying you want you want that secured before you go into a crazy rivalry game. But let's both have five losses going into that and fight for a bowl game. How
0: about that? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It might come down to that. Hey guys, winner winner gets the trophy and the Minicky Car
1: Care Bowl. Dude, let's yeah, let's both be. No, let's let have Clemson be there at six. Well, no, I don't want y'all to win, so fuck that. Never mind. I was say, let yeah, us have it yeah, s- yeah. six wins, and y'all have five. Now, y'all get the sixth win, and then we both go to play against the each other bowl? in the bowl game. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah.
0: In Charlotte, it'll be the—in Charlotte.
2: Actually, no, they'll probably just have it like a um, high school Meineke, field. care. Car they'll bowl, actually just run the game back. They'll, uh, they'll go like a halftime. It'll be the end of the game. <laughs> they'll just go to the locker room. Just carry on the score from that yeah, game. Yeah, and just come game. right back out, start the bowl game. Too bad the Lads and
0: Fair isn't a you know later on in the year we can do it there. No, I'm not trying to get
2: stabbed. <laughs> well, <laughs> just yeah. saying,
0: just saying. All right, well, you know, shout out to the most depressing episode of the pod. One of them. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, this is my therapist. Dumb, you know, the Clemson. They've got theirs. They're trying to kill themselves yeah. or something. Like this is this is where I. We're actually renaming this to therapist.
1: Probably system. need to find out that actual quote.
0: <laughs> yeah, and say, what he actually said there. No, that's i pretty close. I still know who he's referring to when he mentioned the suicide comment. Yeah. So that's the only thing. All right. Me. He's well, talking to me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I know I made some comments that probably would have alarmed some people, but all in good fun. Or yeah, yeah, all in good fun.
2: We're <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to uh, Um. Yeah, I said the, I said the, so the hard, hard R word earlier for disabled yeah, dude, people, I, and I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that word.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just, I should just. I just straight beep that out. Thank,
2: thank you. <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. Yeah, but
0: let me try. All right. Well, there's uh, there's always next week, which uh, which is good and bad. It's all Halloween weekend though, so things get spooky. Even though it looks like uh, cockover might be a real thing. I yeah. Or cocktober. Yeah, cockover.
2: Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yikes. Uh,
0: whatever's <laughs> happening, I don't know. What year? Hi, right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> 2010 in Clemson, apparently. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> alright, y'all. See, we'll see y'all next time.